Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to episode 189 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, November 9th, uh, sorry, November 4th, 2015. My name is Dan Gorman. Saltwater does not chase the thirsties away. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and everybody's got problems, all right? I got a bad back. Back knee, back hair, bunch of all the problems with my back. My front is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Greg Legro, and enjoy the understudies, Madeline. Have fun watching some chubby Chenoweth warble her way through popular. <laughs> oh my god, we have tons some chubby Chenoweth. <laughs> we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Two of us saw winner's choice, whatever they wanted to this week, while one of us saw the last witch hunter. Uh, we will talk about an album by AFI. We will roll for movies next week, and then we will get into season three of Beverly Hills 90210 in 90210 Oh Yeah Relay at the end of the episode. But first, please rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, that is always helpful, and we are always thankful when you do that. Please email us at info at modernsuperior.com if you'd like to let us know what you think or if you have any feedback about the things we're talking about you can go to modernsuperior.com and comment on our discus threads tell all of your friends about us in real life and you can also follow us on twitter and facebook at s-y-n-w-p-c that's all you need to know yeah yeah. See you later. See ya. <laughs> the Good app, end. Guys. Pretty nice. Yeah. We're um, really cutting this thing down to the essentials. Before we get to film <laughs> roulette, let's talk about the things that we've been watching this week: movies, news, and uh, more. Mm-hmm. Uh, did anything grab your attention, guys? I got two things written down for news. For news. Uh, yeah. Well, I will say that uh, today, just today, courtesy of Dan Gorman, I saw a trailer for a movie. Yeah. Mm. That looked pretty good. Yes. Totally. And that movie was Anomalisa. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched that like 15 minutes ago. New yeah. uh, Charlie Kaufman joint. Um, this thing played Tiff. It all uh, stop motion. Yeah. Yeah. Every Everything, all reports I heard from Tiff was that it was uh, phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So it looks uh, great. Oh, my God. I yeah. watched that trailer anyway. like five times today. Yeah. I feel like it's my, it was like my Star Wars for the day. I was like, oh, here's a trailer I'm going <laughs> to almost cry at, and I'm going to yeah. watch like five or six times. <laughs> the trailer makes you emotional, and I feel like really gives you a good sense of the space that the movie uh, exists in. I, <laughs> I, I, did, I did see some people. <laughs> sorry, sometimes I just say something, and I'm like, ah, sorry, guys, i got to make fun of myself yeah. for that one. I did see people that saw the movie on Twitter saying, boy, that doesn't 
give you an idea of what the tone of the movie is like. And is I, that right? And I jumped really? in and I was like, well, I haven't seen the movie yet, but whatever the trailer is selling, I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I hope it's as good as that trailer. I didn't cause... find it to be a confusing tone at all. No, no. no I thought it was I thought I it was But I think clear. maybe it's selling it as like more straightforward of a movie than maybe it is knowing Kaufman's work. Like yeah. the trailer's very like, oh, it's kind of like a romantic, but you know, wistful and, and it does seem like yeah, a but pretty there's straight... a lot of melancholy and yeah. stuff going on in there. But it feels like a pretty straightforward, like uh, Jason Reitman-y kind of a movie. Sure. Yeah, and I think maybe it'll be a little bit more all over the place. Yeah, like I'm sure it'll obtuse, have obtuse, maybe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm sure it'll have its uh, synecdoche New York elements. Yeah. yeah. So excited to see yeah, it. Yeah, like, looks great. Yeah. I just was like, why isn't this a movie I can go see right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is one of those ones where I'm just impatient. For yeah. It. Yeah. Totally. And then I also, that was one of the things I wrote down, but I also wrote that the Preacher television show has a trailer. Did you guys yeah. watch that? No, it does? I haven't yeah. seen that yet. Yeah. I almost watched oh my. it, and then I didn't. I did, but I don't know anything about Preacher. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do. I, I know a lot about it. Preacher. Yeah. I have not seen the trailer. Yeah. Um, oh. The trailer looks really good. Yeah. But it... I don't know if it matches the tone or not. Right. I, I read some things where people uh, were saying it 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 doesn't show you any of the craziness. Yeah, it's, it's really because they probably can. Yeah, like, the crazy in this fucking book is so yeah. fucking crazy. crazy. Like the trailer makes it out like it's just like a story about a preacher who like has a rough past and he can fuck people up if you need him to. Um, but they don't do like here's a, a kid with a butthole for a face or whatever. Yeah. Well, he doesn't. <laughs> he just he just looks Ass like face. he does. Yeah. Or yeah. space. Yeah. Um. Well, the the essentials <laughs> is a kid with the butthole for a face. No, he just looks like he does. Yeah, <laughs> that's good enough. I think he's this kid who got really upset when Kurt Cobain killed himself, and so he decided to try and mimic the suicide. Yeah, but he didn't die, so his face is just all fucked up, and he's all messed up from it, from nearly dying and blowing yeah. his face apart trying to be like Cobain. Right. And his dad's a cop who hates him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who hates Kirk Cobain? No. Yeah. Well, sure. Probably too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As but, a result, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's a. I'm sort of excited about this, but I'm like, I just feel like they can't do it right. Yeah. They're not going to do it enough. It's not going to go as far. As it needs to. Mm-hmm. And if it does, it might not be with the right kind of taste. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, as long as Seth Rogen shoves something up his butt. <laughs> I'm going to be Is he in it? Because he's not in the trailer. No, he's, yeah. he's just executive yeah. producer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope it's good. I really do. Yeah. I just am I'm weary. It looks good. Whatever it is doing, yeah. it looks like I will enjoy watching yeah. it. But I don't know, you know, in terms of how faithful yeah. it is. And if it, go- if, if it goes and they're able to do a few seasons of it, because I feel like looking at the casting that I've seen that's there, they're really just kind of fo- focusing on the, the first sort of chapter of yeah. stories right um which is i guess maybe the first like four to six issues something like that i think they're kind of hitting that area but if they get to go deep into this story there's a character who becomes a major part of it that would just be like could be a career changer for somebody yeah. or you know like that defining moment for someone there's this character named star that would just be i would i would be very curious to see an actor's take on that character. yeah very very fucked up stuff <laughs> Great Sweet. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch the trailer we'll and I'll let you know next week circle if it's back. Uh, full of shit or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Anything else uh, 
news wise? I, I didn't write anything else down. I saw something that you guys aren't going to care about, but okay. I'm just so so. Oh boy! So, <laughs> <laughs> listen, everyone else cares, but not yeah. you guys. But uh, there's going to be a new Star Trek TV show. Oh, I read that. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I read that too, and I was actually like, I might watch that. Well, yeah, maybe you should. I got so really I take Star- back my part. No, yeah. listen, I got really. <laughs> That would have fart Maybe going I'll back just in, suck that like... right back into my ass face. Uh, I saw that news Jesus. and I got really excited. That one got away from me. <laughs> That's the, the middle name of this podcast. <laughs> See you getting away from us next Wednesday. <laughs> Everything. Um, no, I saw that news and I got really excited, but then I read the article and at the bottom of the article it's like, It'll be the first thing produced for CBS's streaming-only service or something. So oh, I, I didn't hear that. Yeah, like I feel like what? this is going to be... So they're going to have their own platform for all of their uh, product to yeah. stream that you can purchase. But Good. it seems like this is... You know, Netflix makes their own shows. Why can't we? And I'm kind of worried like they're just going to make it slapdash because yeah. so they, they know people are going to buy their service because, it, because it's the service it. with Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. So... Well, I don't know. Huh. I mean, like, look, look at other. Uh, they, they also have to compete in a, an ever growing, and ever immediately um, competitive yeah. market. Like, look at uh, what Amazon did, yeah. uh, giving yeah. you know just crazy creative control to a bunch of really awesome people. Yeah, and Hulu did that too. Uh, yeah, Hulu but I f- did that too, and it's f- it's fucking uh, returning amazing shit. I'll yeah. talk about that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like all of those things were services for a while. You know um, what I mean? And now CBS is like, we have a service and we're going to do Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> Coincidentally. Yeah. Well, if you're going to try and launch something yeah, with a, they, you they, know, something. Yeah, a show. Like they, 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 they need to sustain their place in that marketplace yeah. as well. So they, I don't think they can afford And it's CBS. Yeah. Everybody already thinks of CBS as the old people network <laughs> anyway. So they really have to bring something, uh, uh, bring yeah. something to the table. I like yeah. to call it crappy broadcasting station. <laughs> I almost said system. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you switched it at the last minute. Yeah. Brought it in for a home. <laughs> but that's uh it's exciting stuff. Totally. Yeah. I would I would watch. I hope they don't just do it like are they I, like they haven't released any information, but I hope no, it's not nothing. just like we're updating next gen. Like I hope it's no, it's, we've it, done it, something. We've chosen. It a path. is going to be yeah. a complete, as far as I understand, a completely different timeline. And a di- like like when Next Generation came yeah. out, it's like we're not trying to be the first show because yeah. we can't. Right. So it's going to be a completely totally. different era and a different. And but they still are talking about use pulling the ideas for the storylines from the you know. Mm-hmm. headlines and concerns of today much yeah. like 60s show which is again well, i love tng it's fucking great but the original series has just got a deeper more time i don't know timeless thing going on because it does borrow so much from yeah all the human condition mm. <laughs> oh, this the, funny little thing we oh, call life humanity mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey look just as long as the thing stars scott bacula and Whoopi goldberg <laughs> he needs another shot get scott bacula back he yeah. got a raw deal with fucking enterprise yeah let's bring him back Yilla. <laughs> <laughs> i was fine i was thinking yeah. of a way to get there but, <laughs> <laughs> but then we got there together then i was like uh, system <laughs> damn it Ah, man. Fuck! <laughs> Why was I still thinking of that word? I know. Yeah. Um, well, should we get into some things that we've been watching then? Sure. Uh huh. What have no. you guys been? No. More oh, things. I don't know. Is there news? I don't know. Is there uh, more those news? were the two things that I wanted to I talk feel, about. Yeah, I think that was it. Star yeah. Trek. Was... What have you guys been watching? 
Well, speaking of uh, streaming, streaming services, uh, streaming services, segue that way. Uh, I wa- am all caught up now on uh, the show Difficult People. Okay. And I'm also caught up on the fourth season of uh, The Mindy Project. Okay. Which was canceled from NBC. Yeah. And then uh, and then kind of ushered over to uh, Hulu. Yeah. Um, and I guess Hulu's just letting everybody do whatever they want. Well, I watched some of the, the first episode of the new season of, uh, of Mindy Project because Emma watches it, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen like almost any of it. So I was like, is this what the show's usually like? Cause like the first episode's like a, like a dream thing or something. Yeah. And the, for the that episode's stupid, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but it has its great jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a well-written show and it was always for NBC, a little edgy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, uh, and you know, they just, they just went this far or as far as like NBC would yeah. let them go. And then now with Hulu, it's interesting to see what they're doing because they'll throw in a goddamn every once in a while, or like a, a word that, you know, network television, yeah. that's a network mm-hmm. television. No, no. Um, and uh, it's like they're kind of easing themselves into it because they can't immediately get on Hulu and go, hey, fuck, fuck, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, totally. That would be you know, weird. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, not, probably that's not a very good line either. Yeah. And they well, probably don't. Need... Terrible. I've heard worse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's workshop it. Yeah. And they, they don't need to, right? Because they've got uh, like three seasons of, oh, right. of non-swearing exactly. so they can get around it. But no. at the same time, now they're allowed to do yeah. virtually whatever they want i imagine in terms of of you know being censored um and i feel like they're just sort of like easing themselves in and i wonder how many episodes it's gonna take for them to throw a fuck out there yeah um because i feel like it's on the horizon because if you can say fuck why not say fuck yeah. Yeah. there's gonna be a joke Save it for the season finale <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah like that's for sweeps week yeah um, but it's interesting that uh, that now these uh, these sitcoms that are made specifically for streaming services that don't have you know like uh, that aren't really covered by the FCC. I guess mm-hmm. um, I don't really know how it works, but uh, but it doesn't seem like it because again, difficult people just they go all the way out there. all over the place mm-hmm. <laughs> and is so and good. Fucking great! I love that show. Man, I still haven't seen it. I is I, the season over? Uh, I don't know because it's like nine episodes. or Yeah, something. and I was like, "Where's more? Give me more!" Yeah, uh, I knew Billy Eichner was fucking hilarious, uh, and I was always like, I, like I'd heard Julie Klausner on uh, on sitcoms and stuff, or sitcoms podcasts, podcasts and stuff, and I was like, I think she's pretty funny. But this is um, the first that she's really stepped yeah, out, like into where the... she's just like right out yeah. there. And oh man, is it ever the <laughs> fucking best? I love that show. Yeah. I can't. So I great. I watched it. I basically watched every episode like it like twice because yeah. there's not that many. And like I would watch it, and then my parents would come visit. My dad thought it was pretty funny, so I'd be like, "Here's the new one, and I'll want to watch it again too." <laughs> that's really interesting because like I wondered, uh, uh, you know what, like because it's it's a pretty referency and yeah. like catty kind of a thing. So yeah. like I wondered what what different sort of demographics would think of it because at its heart, it's not a show that's really about that much. You know, yeah. like an episode doesn't really, it's not really action heavy. It's more like, listen to the funny things I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now let's go over there and I'll say more funny things. Totally. Um, to, to great fucking effect. Like <laughs> it is an extremely well written show. Yeah. 
Um, and the entire cast, except for one person that I just, I, I find tiresome. But, uh, you know, Gabore, Gabore, I think, uh, Sidibe is in it. I think that's how you pronounce her name. And I love just when she shows up in anything. I, I think mm-hmm. she's just, like, super delightful. Um, but it's it's very profane, like, right out the gate. Yeah. So I think this is a great thing for the sitcom. I think like this is what's going to save sitcoms because swearing. Uh <laughs> well, just just fuck yeah. Fuck uh, yeah. Like uh let's bring back the golden girls. <laughs> oh, they're dead. Um but like no, I I just think that uh releasing them from those limitations, the limitations of network TV mm-hmm. because like, you know, the the sitcom is in sharp decline. Uh, you know the the most successful sh- sitcoms out there right now are Chuck Lorre production. Yeah. yeah, um, it's just horrible. Yeah, and it shows you who the who the um the audience is. Yeah, you know people who don't care for comedy <laughs> or don't want their comedy to be funny. <laughs> um, but like, but yeah, so I think it's really interesting now that sitcom length shows are being produced without the limitations of network TV. And, and I'm excited to see now where, because I am a fucking huge lover of sitcom. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking totally get off my sitcom soapbox <laughs> here, uh-huh. but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to see the, like, I really hope this revitalizes totally um, uh, revitalizes sitcoms in the way that, uh, the single camera format did, for a while, yeah, right. and you can only imagine the people that probably want to do like the the comedic personalities that would want to have a a sitcom, but yeah. maybe aren't viable for networks. Right. But like a Netflix, like the season Sorry is doing a Netflix uh, comedy <laughs> s- series, yeah, like a show. And so, Did like, you see the trailer for that? No, but but that's the kind of thing. It's like okay, well, he's at the point where he probably could have had a a sitcom on like NBC or something. But yeah. oh, that's certainly. the kind of person that. Could just go to Netflix and be like, here's my show, and they'll give him one season, they'll yeah. let him do his thing, and yeah. if it works, it works. And yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And I think they've got a model worked out where it doesn't actually cost them as much. Yeah. Yeah. So so that they can do it effectively. And and and, and with you know, the way things are to shoot these days, shooting digitally and everything. Oh yeah. It becomes increasingly cheaper and increasingly easier yeah. for them to give the artist more control. Totally. To take that so yeah, camera. watch uh, Difficult People. It's amazing. Yeah, I'll it's, check that out for sure. Man, so fucking good. great, so great. funny. <laughs> Greg, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? I watched a bunch of. Uh, I was still on the horror, horror train films. as uh, ha- Halloween was, uh, you know, closing in. So yeah. there's a bunch of horror movies. Um, rewatched The Shining. Oh yeah, which you know, what did you think? You know, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, right. Pretty good. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's the fucking greatest. I I I can just endlessly watch that movie. Mm-hmm, yeah. There's just so much to think about and, and appreciate from it. And uh, yeah, I think uh, you because you you just watched it, right, Casey? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the the flack that uh, Shelley Duvall gets in that uh, for the performance, or and I I know there's a bunch of rumors, something not rumor, but documented stuff on set of her getting. Uh, of being terrorized by Stanley Kubrick because yeah, he yeah. was a dickhole. Yeah, and uh, I watch it. I just, I love her performance. I love mm. it. It's fucking great. It's she, beautiful. Just a, a, a human being who is just like just every ounce of her is just holding shit together. You She's know? just trying. Yeah. yeah, 
She's just trying, and she's not doing it for him. She's doing it for Danny. She's yeah, doing yeah. it for her son. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I think she's a person who can't afford to loathe her husband as much as she desperately wants to. Yeah. And should. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was did When you talked about it, did you mention the the scene where she's on the stairs and yeah. he's coming up and she's yeah. just like, I'm very confused. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that man. part's so crazy. It's so yeah. good. And and through that, after she clubs him and locks him up in that yeah. in the pantry or whatever, and he's tr- and he's trying to trick her and be nice. Like, Wendy, I think you hurt me real bad. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and she's like, "I'm leaving. I'm taking Danny, and I'll. Uh, but I promise I'll come back for you." And uh, she's going out the door, but he's and he's still like, "Wendy," and she still has this part of her. She turns around and goes, "Yes." <laughs> it's just yeah. still like, "Oh, yeah. God." I love it's you. Like the unending patience. Yeah. Of a, oh of a mother. man. Yeah. It's just so good. And, I, and I've often wondered too. Um, you know, because Kubrick was a fairly intense director, not just with her, not just on that movie. And a lot of directors do do things to. Uh, I don't know what's a good example. Like okay, uh, Saving Private Ryan. They made all of the actors go through boot camp, except yeah. for Matt Damon, so they would unconsciously uh, resent him. him. Yeah. And it would just be there, and it's just a present thing that's in the fucking air, right? And it's a you know. So I I often wonder if uh, Kubrick intentionally uh, kept her frazzled and fearful of lo- losing the job, or fearful that it was her fault that the production wasn't going to work, right? You know, to keep her so shaky and so unsure of her own footsteps within the performance. Yeah, that, I don't know. I wonder and about it because it's a maybe fucking that, stellar performance. Maybe that paid off. Maybe he was maybe. right, <laughs> or maybe had he said. Uh, hey, Shelly, you're a professional actress. Yeah. Act scared. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she yeah. would have done the same fucking thing. Well, you know, like many other actors and actresses have done <laughs> when the director wasn't a cockhole. <laughs> but directors are, I mean, mostly it's, hey, man, it's for the art. I know. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah fuck that. a bunch of crazy shit. Uh, I but, hate actors. I hate method actors, and I hate fucking directors like that. But <laughs> I love what? movies. But I love yeah. me some movies. <laughs> I do, but I hate the method yeah, with yeah. which they're the fucking arrogant importance that they're mm. that they're given. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On uh, the Wolf Pop show, The Can, and they did Cannibal Holocaust recently, and they were talking about like directors that go so far where they end up being like infected with the thing that they're trying to like speak about or mm-hmm. satirize in that case but they mentioned that and they mentioned uh the thing where Werner Herzog was like I'm going to do a movie about like a, the depths of a madness of a guy who was going into the woods to make his dream come true of doing this boat thing and then he just ended up doing the thing that the movie's about and like murdered people trying right. to lift this boat over a hill and right. went insane and like <laughs> like the craziness that can spiral out of control when you're making movies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I st- I've still never seen that. I keep meaning Fitz to watch Corraldo. it. Vince Corraldo. Yeah. yeah. Fitz. Fitz. Yeah. Fitz. Good, crazy movie. Mm. <laughs> um, I saw some clips of uh, The Shining in a movie called Terror in the Isles that I watched. Have you ever oh, seen that? Uh, no. I don't think so. It's basically, it's a clip show. <laughs> oh, oh. I don't know what that is. It's a movie from I, the late... I like it when you talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blushing. Um, it's like late '80s, and it's like uh, they released it theatrically. But it's basically Donald Pleasance and Nancy Allen are in like a movie theater full of like '80s types of like stereotypes of people, and they're watching horror movies, and they just cut to clips of like movies to talk about like, oh, why are we so excited about horror movies and stuff, and kind of analyzing them, but like in the most basic of ways. Just basically, it's an excuse to 
Here's a bunch of clips from movies that are like yeah. classic horror films. And they used what, a bunch that, of that. What sounds format was this for? Was this for TV? They or went something to movie like theaters. It was like the second. Was, you went to a movie theater to watch that? No, no, no. I watched it on no, my No, I computer. know you didn't, but no. I mean, that's what the intention did. was. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like the second or third most profitable film that year because I guess people, a shitload of people went to what? see it. Yeah. It was really, or 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 at, at the time of its release, I think maybe the weekend, it was the second in the box office. That's insane. They released it around Halloween or something. That's, uh, yeah. That's it, extremely insane. Were, are they just showing the best, but like the super awesome kills? Or, or they're showing, they like, showing they, like... They basically take all these amazing clips from movies and sort of theme them. So there's like a stu- lot of stuff about like madness with like The Shining. and, and they But they do some deep cuts. Like they show a bunch of Wings Hauser from the movie Vice Squad, which is amazing. <laughs> and I was like, that's a deep cut, man. And they show some of Miss 45, Abel Ferreira's movie. And it's like, that's a deep cut to be showing in like yeah. a movie where you're just like, hey, hey, we like Jaws and Psycho. And yeah, 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 you're, yeah. It's, it's not like don't put you couldn't put this movie on and just be like, let's sit down and watch this. But like as a, it's on and we're we're here and talking and it's also on. It's uh-huh. like a pretty great pick. All right. Yeah. So is it like just like a studio? Is it just like uh, trailers for a studio's other movies? But it's it's. Um, it sounds like when you're when you know it'd be you know uh, an off week on a sitcom you like and you tune yeah. in, yeah. Like, yay, and they're like, hey, remember this? Yeah. But the movie. I want to watch a clip happen. episode. But the movies. Uh, Uncle Joey. <laughs> <laughs> the, the movies aren't all oh, underneath one distributor. Banner. Oh, they're not. No, it's not like this is all, all of our movies. This is like every horror movie you can think of. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's not like here's our MGM classics. It's yeah. like yeah, they, they must have paid it's money. Just like I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like if you saw it, you would understand more. Because yeah. they do, they keep cutting to them in the movie theater Does, watching it and talking. Is there a Donald story Pleasance and Nancy Allen? Yeah. Donald Pleasance and Nancy Allen There's are no like, story. are they like on a date? No, they're not What are they doing together. there together? They're not sitting there together. Well, they're not together. They're watching horror movies. And they're talking about and them? they're talking about they're, their They're not sitting together? No. Rude. <laughs> I know. Hey, Nancy! <laughs> Did you like that one? <laughs> and they cut to like other people. <laughs> so are they watching clips too or are they watching these whole movies? Are they? I imagine they're just watching the movies. Okay, yeah. but this, so they're there for like a long time. Yeah, like this is shot over. It must, it must have been, been years. <laughs> 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 it's the movie <laughs> that documents yeah. Donald Pleasance and Nancy Allen's theater going uh, experiences. Yeah. yeah. You it's, again. Yeah. For 10 years. God damn it. I can't escape you. It's a you. Michael Apted film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, it's in, it's an interesting thing. It was it was included on one of the Halloween Blu-rays at one point. But uh-huh. uh, I was always like, I wonder what this is like. Because it, it's almost presented as if it's a documentary. Like, there's narration through the whole thing from the two of them about the themes and mm-hmm. about different types of horror movies and why we might flock to them and what does that mean about us as a society right et cetera et cetera but you talking about the shining uh reminded me of that fair enough mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. yeah 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 okay. yeah what's up casey what'd you see uh well speaking of nancy allen i'm doing good with segues mm-hmm. um in keeping within the halloween theme we watched a movie called carrie Oh, which nice. I haven't seen in a very, very, very long time. Yeah, I remember uh, really enjoying it mm-hmm. the last time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Then we watched it again, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it less. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I like uh, Carrie, man. It's a cool movie. It's got its points, uh, yeah. and those points are uh, plot points from the book, which are filmed pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, like that whole uh, opening shower scene is yeah. very unnerving. Yes, and set to and 
some interesting choices are made. I will mm-hmm. definitely say that. But I think that Brian De Palma is a crazy person. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll support that. Yeah, um, and I think that that really takes away from uh, uh, from a lot of stuff. Now there are two performances in this movie: Sissy Spacek and uh, uh, Piper Laurie, mm-hmm. that are fucking phenomenal yeah that elevate this above i think what it could have been yeah but then there's some uh, other things there's some musical choices in this movie (laughs) that really drag this thing down into the depths of hilarity because like i mean i think it was trying to be very um but then there's but then there's other musical cues that really work like like in that scene in the uh where she's you know fi- figuring out that she's getting her period or well when she's getting her period but has mm-hmm. no idea what's going on mm-hmm. there's this sort of like airy flute kind of yeah, music yeah, yeah. like this really pretty kind of like like sort of like she's being ushered sort of into womanhood kind of thing like and and there's this sort of like pretty uh um sort of music going on again like against the backdrop of this horrifying thing that's happening to her that she has no idea what's going on um um, and that is used like those themes of of uh, of a woman uh, finding her power like yeah. a, as a person, but being squashed as a result of it. Yeah. Um, there's some musical cues that are very interesting. Then there's some musical cues with this really wacky, com- like '70s comedy music. And I don't understand like. I don't understand why those comedy elements are there, or rather, I have my my ideas, but I don't think they work. I feel like that's a thing of the times too, right? Like you see a lot of seventies horror movies that are really like um, playing with that, like it's so serious, and then like if you watch the original, <laughs> if you watch the original, um, <laughs> the original town that dreaded sundown, like mm-hmm. that's some pretty like intense horror shit. But then it's like, and he's killing people with a trombone, and the cops are like, whoop. <laughs> and you're like and you're like why would you ever think this was okay to put in a horror movie yeah <laughs> and then there's a lot of like kind of uh crazy video toaster stuff that goes on at the end uh the big uh the big scene where yeah. she kind of uh, goes nuts on the school yeah and there's all sorts of crazy little screens flying all over the place and then oh i i don't know i i really I, like, I that. like that too i like <laughs> that a lot i think it's really unnecessary and i feel like it was um, look what we can do. Yeah, like I feel like it was. But the, I was like, hey, look yeah. what you can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it, it felt to me like the um, final destination of the time. <laughs> you know, like where it's like, oh, we can do all these crazy camera Which is weird and... because the Carrie remake is like a final destination movie. Mm. Uh, is it really? Like they basically set it up that she has these powers, and at the end of the movie, she unleashes them like it's like a final, like, and then everybody gets murdered in elaborate ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that remake sucked ass. Um, it carries a great movie mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways. Nancy Allen's good in it. Uh, Nancy Allen is good in it. John Travolta is not good in it. Nancy Allen's cat is kind of weird in it. Yeah, and I, I feel like William Cat doesn't know he's in a movie in it. But I feel like both him and uh, and Amy Irving are in the same boat. Like yeah. where where they're both like. I, their intention is really unclear, and that's obviously intentional. Yeah. Um, but yeah, William Cat seems unsure if he's supposed to say his next line. <laughs> Do you guys think my hair looks silly? Yeah, I think it does, but I like it. Um, uh, but yeah, they're they're 
they're fine yeah. for what they're supposed to be, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, wow. Nancy Allen. I, I've always thought that Nancy Allen was like, she just kind of looked like a mom. Mm-hmm. Like, because my most uh, exposure to her was uh, Robocop. Yeah. Or she's not uh, an attractive lady. Oh, no. And Carrie. Yeah. She's a very attractive lady. Yeah, yeah. Lady. She was, because uh, she was an up and comer, you know, and she was very well known for her hair. Um, yeah. And in Robocop, uh, Paul Verhoeven wanted to get her as far away from that sort of image yeah. uh, as possible. And he kept making her cut it. They kept cutting the hair. And he was like, no, shorter, 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 until she winds up with that, you know. Mom, dude. <laughs> yeah, that really unfortunate hair, too, in <laughs> yeah. Robocop. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. If that's the haircut story yeah. I've got for you. <laughs> Listen, it yeah. was good. Do you have another movie story? I, I feel like <laughs> I learned a lot about it. Lots of hair stories. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched a bunch of shit. I got kinds of movie stories for you. Uh, all right. So on uh, actual Halloween, we watched Halloween, mm-hmm. as you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What a fucking, What a fucking good movie that is. Every time it's, I watch it, I'm just like, come on, man. This is so, and there's so many things that almost have to happen by accident for it all to work out like that. Yeah. With this movie where he's like, he doesn't realize he's creating a genre or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> you know, just getting the mask and having it be like, well, you know, one guy goes out and brings back two masks, a Captain Kirk and a clown. Yeah. And it's like, Ugh, I guess we can fuck around with the Kirk one. Mostly because yeah, Carpenter yeah. thought it was funny. He's like, that doesn't look like William Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> that one. <laughs> And uh, then, you know, they got lucky and got, like, a seasoned actor and Donald Pleasance to come in and play Loomis, and he's fucking great because you need some sort of, like, rock to hold that thing down because he does a lot of the expository dialogue yeah. that fills in he all the, the madness of Michael, and he just kills it, man. He's so good. But then you just... But you, and, and a lot of that is because you believe his relationship with Michael Fuck Myers. Fuck yeah, absolutely. From the get-go in the yeah. car when he's driving to the, the asylum, man, it just, like, totally sets the tone. And then just a complete home run on getting, you know, unknown Jamie Lee Curtis. It's yeah. just so fucking great. And it's almost it's almost brilliant how um I don't wanna say terrible, but uh how basic uh, slashery the performances of I don't remember the one woman's name and mm-hmm. PJ Souls. They're both, I think PJ Souls is I love I think her performance is awesome in it's that movie. Fucking, it is it's so great. It's so good. But it's so broad. What they what yeah. they both both her and the other friend who I can't remember what her real name is, mm-hmm. uh they're so broad and like totally um <laughs> and, and it, it and it makes Jamie Lee Curtis's uh performance seem that much more measured and yeah. and uh haunted. Yeah. Yeah, it's just fucking terrific. It is. Yeah. yeah. But it, and whenever it, I see Michael Myers driving around, though, I, was yeah. just, I still find it funny that he's got, like, a car. Oh, and then in yeah, the sequel, and, and then he must obey the rules of the road. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. which in that movie, if there was, ne- if, the, if there wasn't a franchise, if there were no sequels to Halloween, I would never find it funny or whatever. No, but in the movie, the because sequels, just he, so many... he drives for, like, a fucking half of a movie. Like, yeah, <laughs> one of them, he drives, like, the whole goddamn yeah, movie. Yeah, and he's, like, supernatural. He becomes, like, supernatural yeah. Jason type, like, can't be killed and whatever. And it's just, like, he is pure evil. I am from the depths. Well, where are, yeah. my, where are my keys? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
Except he can't be killed, except they kill him, and then a guy has to nurse him back to health after he drifts downstream. Like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All kinds of stupid shit. But yeah, it's just fine. I, I, so it's fine that he drives in the first one, but as the series goes on, it's like, Yeah, it's almost like he's unnerving. He's like a supernatural boogeyman who's just driving a sedan, yeah. you know? <laughs> I, I'm an unstoppable killing machine. Ooh, red light. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you do it once, it's like, okay, that's kind of weird that he's, like, driving around. That's kind of freaky. And then mm. he does it, like, ten times, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, the, and, and like, again, it works in the first and also, it, like, there's little differences too that may that kind of keep Michael Myers a little bit apart from like Jason and other stuff. And like, only in the first movie though, because this changes as the series went on. But he's a he's a tall guy, but he's not a big guy. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. Jason's really kind of willowy in yeah. that in that mechanics outfit that he's walking around. And there's just something. I don't know. Maybe it's because in all the other ones, he's such a big guy. Jason is such a big guy. Yeah. That there's something no, sort well, of Michael unnerving Myers, about this He's a kid weirdo. that killed people, yeah. and then he grew up to yeah. be like a lanky, you 21 can year still old see the kid. Psycho, yeah. You yeah. can still see the youth and weird sort of posturing something yeah. in it. There's something off. He needs to be lanky to be scary, I think. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a thing about it. And there's no greater shot than when he's just standing out in the middle of the fucking day by the bushes. Yeah. yeah. And then just, that's just, oh, man. The Definitely. fucking audacity of the daylight <laughs> shit in that movie. Oh, my God. So fucking good. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But then I watched something that you watched as well. I watched something in preparation for watching something else. Exactly. And perhaps we all got there. Uh, so, yeah, Evil Dead 2. Yeah, which like, we both ended up actually watching on uh, on Halloween night. Yeah. So that was uh, the best, because that movie's the best. Yeah, <laughs> the fucking best. I, I, th- I think... I don't think there's a movie I've seen more in my life than he would yeah. too. And the weird thing is, I guess I must have not seen it in a while because, like, it's a movie that surprises me every time I see it. And totally. I've seen it 20 some odd times. Easy, yeah. But, uh, but, I'm sorry, was I getting easy? Easy. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, every once in a while I'm like, oh yeah. You know what? I've never noticed the, uh, when the, the pendant. Is on the rug. It's a skull shape. It's in. It's in. Oh, yeah. like, the chain is in the skull shape. Yeah. I love I that. I know. Yeah. yeah. Ever since I think I read it in one of the books or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched. I don't know how many times I've seen the movie. I couldn't wager. I feel like it's got to be over thirty. For yeah. How obsessively I watched it in high school mm-hmm. and through college. Yeah. And beyond. Anytime you find out somebody hadn't seen Evil Dead too, it's like holy shit. Oh yeah. And it was really exciting to do then because it wasn't. The, the property wasn't known like really wide like it is now. No. Like in the fucking nineties or whatever. Like you had to be. You felt really cool when you fucking yeah. knew Evil Dead 2. Yeah, and yeah. That like was definitely that was... A, a major, like, very culty thing. Not in a wide sort of cult thing, but, like, no, not many people knew. But yeah, it's a fucking amazing movie. It's amazing. The shots, the, the the way it's put together, the humor in it. I die every time. A farewell to arms. That What a gag. Yeah, yeah. What a gag. That's <laughs> so good. good. Holy fuck. And the whole thing hinges on uh, on Bruce Campbell's performance. Yeah. And it's, it's perfect. Yeah. When he's... Doing the little up down dance with the lamp, yeah. It's <laughs> fuck because that could have been like what? Yeah, totally. That shouldn't or really should work. have been like yeah. what? <laughs> but oh man, it just that whole scene is so funny and so unsettling. Yeah, yeah. As he kind of slips into sad madness at the yeah. end of it, there, it really is a moment where you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, this is horrible. Oh, yeah, dancing with a lamp. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, watch that obviously because this was the big premiere weekend of Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you, you watch, watch it? Did not watch it yet. Oh. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? Mm. Yeah. 
I didn't uh, no, I didn't grab it. Yeah, great. So I've been well, waiting to watch it. Yeah, terrific. <laughs> <laughs> should, should we not talk about it? Or? I know we're talking about it. It just happened. Well, trying to. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's, you can't it's be actually spoilery. not something that that is all that spoiler. No, heavy. no, not at all. Um, so this is something I've been waiting for for twenty years. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it's something I didn't even know that I was waiting for. Like, no, no. I, well, I just wanted another an evil, evil dead. dead. So bad. Yeah. You know, and then it got to the point where uh, there was all those years of maybe hearing like before there was IMDb and any cool news and all kinds yeah. of whatever the fuck out there. You just like would occasionally read a clip or hear an interview thing like <gasps> they talked about maybe doing it again, you know, yeah. just like then bitter disappointment and then assuming it would never happen. But here it is. Yeah. More Ash. Now, Sam More Raimi dead. directed the first episode, yeah, but he, he didn't direct he and all Ivan of them. Ivan Raimi uh, wrote it. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, was, Raimi directed this episode. I don't know how many he's. Directed I don't for think the, he did much so probably more not than much the first more than one. This one. Yeah, because I know that the next there, there's another one out there that he didn't direct. The second right. one he did not. Yeah, no, the yeah. IMDb lists a bunch of directors. Yeah, so I didn't. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Just talk about it, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> well, I'm trying to figure out how to get into it because by reviewing I it, didn't love it. I really liked a lot of it, mm-hmm. but I didn't love parts of it. And I can't tell if that's just because I've been waiting for so long. Yeah. So any tiny little misstep is like ah, a, a huge, huge crater, crushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a lot of there's a lot that I was like I laughed out loud a number of times. He is great, yes. and he's exactly what uh, I mean. He's very much the cartoon extension of what Ash would be, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I I thought like I was excited for this thing, but when I I saw the trailer and I, it it I was like I can't wait to watch this. But the things like with him sucking up the girdle and stuff, I was like, okay, this is a little bit one step too far for me, and I hope it's not like the whole tone yeah but there was then there was like heads exploding and stuff and i was like well i'm gonna watch it anyway <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. and they 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 sort of i think they try to balance that tone but then they don't try very hard to balance it because it's very wacky yeah but i mean army of darkness was incredibly wacky yes. oh totally and so and that's uh, one thing that's great about the whole evil dead world is it's just the constant retconning you know and it, nothing fits together. Like you can't watch that trilogy as a trilogy because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, it's it's well, it's not a trilogy. No, not it's at all. One movie twice, and then another movie. <laughs> <laughs> so that's <laughs> totally. So that's weird, but so but, yeah, it's like there's things in it that feel Evil Deady. Yeah, uh, like particularly Evil Dead Two, and then there's stuff that's very Army of Darkness. Like yeah. you kind of get he's more the Army of Darkness Ash than anything else because he's still he's lecherous and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, smart ass and arrogant and yeah, know. and he's like an old guy yeah, who yeah. doesn't really know he's an old guy, but but also he still kicks ass. Yeah, totally. And that v- rules. Yeah, when the ass kicking begins, I was just so happy. And uh, yeah, again, a bunch of stuff made me laugh in it. But the great thing is he's fallible. Like he like yeah. he he doesn't always get it. He doesn't always catch the gun or whatever. No. Um but there are those those fucking great moments. Um I did not care for any of the supporting cast. 
That was a big. Except the guy who plays his boss. That guy was hilarious. Yeah, I like the boss too. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I didn't really feel one way or another about the support cast. I just thought that they were zeros. And uh, and now the support. And you cast needed it, some heroes. I wanted some heroes. <laughs> I wanted to drop the zeros and get with the heroes. Yep. Yep. Um, but uh, now the the supporting cast in Evil Dead Two is is largely forgettable. Um, yeah, no way. <laughs> Dan Hicks is so fucking good, man. <laughs> All right, with with the exception of him, everybody else is just there. Um, I don't know. I debatable. Like Bobby Joe. <laughs> sure ain't no road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She is, everybody else is in a high school production of Evil Dead 2. <laughs> Evil Dead um, 2 is arguably a glorified high school production. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what's so amazing about but it. It's, but it's uh, raised by, yes. by uh, um, it's brilliant. Bruce Campbell's uh, performance. Mm. Uh, so maybe that's eventually not going to be a, a thing, but I found that when Bruce Campbell wasn't on screen, I didn't give a fuck. Like, there was a, a another little subplot that was going on where I'm like, I don't care about this actress at all, but then Lucy Lawless shows up, yeah, yeah. and I'm oh, like... Oh, see, but I felt that same way when it went into that... I know what you're talking about with the, with the cops. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, Bruce isn't here, I'm not sure about... But then I was like, oh, shit, this is awesome, because those effects were fucking wicked. Yeah, and that was the tried, be- That was they, one of the best Deadite things I've seen, I it think. Was, yeah, well, you mean the backwards Yeah, uh, thing? man, that was yeah, fucking that was great. awesome. And then the other comp and stuff was really cool, too. Dude, that was wicked. Yeah, the direction was fine. It's just the actors were... were um, Whatever, TV. Not a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, TV these days can be good. I'm aware of that, but <laughs> so, it's still... It was just that kind of. It felt TV-ish to me, and, uh, but and all and of that so, I'm willing to forgive because this is this is a you know it wasn't going to be the the best. I don't know. It's too much, too much weight. Yeah, and so, it's forty minutes or whatever, and it's just like an and, and I it ended, and I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was, I was sure it was going to be an hour. I yeah, think yeah, the rest of yeah. the show is going to be half an hour. Yeah? yeah, really. I could see yeah. that. I think the first episode was like a forty-five minute, like interesting bonus. Well, I episode think it was forty-five then... minutes because of the like there was like a little special at the end of it, like a little ten-minute thing, right? That was like uh, these are how we did some oh, of the effects. Okay. And the effects were really cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'll definitely stay. Yeah, out. no, I'm down. It was a lot of fun. I laughed out loud, and I think there's a ton of room for fucking awesome shit to go down here. Fuck. Yeah, and just watching Bruce Campbell be this guy. Yeah. No one's a better fucking smart mouth asshole than him, you know. Yeah, and he do, and he he does he goes from being a uh shithead to uh being like the fucking total hero mm-hmm. so seamlessly. Yeah, and, yeah. It's, and it's so much and fun. And speaking of swearing, they threw out one of the best fucks in uh, a while that I've seen in a show. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Just off the top. He just lets out a fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is pretty great. But then, <laughs> but then he goes back. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that is a lot of fun. I'll yeah. have to watch it. Yeah, I do. I, I'm going to watch it again. I was going to watch it on Halloween with Taylor, and uh, we ended up watching Monster Squad instead because some people hadn't seen it yet. So yeah, okay. very that was, was the best <laughs> thing in the world. I was going to say, so Dan Garman watched Monster Squad again. Yep. Uh, stop the presses, everybody. <laughs> Um, so there you go. There you go. Yeah, we're getting uh, getting in here, so I think we should get into some film roulette. One uh, other quick warning. We got to wrap up the bits. Just uh, one quick warning to people: don't watch that scream show. No, I say watch no. the first. I liked the first couple episodes. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, I I watched like three episodes. I, the, just to see the third if episode caught. was where I said, you know what, I'm down for this. 
Oh, wow. The first two, I was like, I'm not so sure about this. And the third one, I was like, I'm kind of game. Oh, my goodness. I was just like, okay, I, I don't have to be watching this, so I'm going to not watch mm-hmm. it. That was because somebody dies in the third episode, and I was like, I was per- kind of attached to this person, and now I'm That uh, was the engaged. only person I, I cared that much about. I hate everybody else in the show. Yeah, well, watch Scream Queens, and then... Uh, <laughs> is that better or worse? No, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. And then I would directly after that watch Scream, I and I was like, now this is then good. throw yeah. in a little from till dawn yeah. and see uh, <laughs> yeah, how stupid just... you are yeah. <laughs> see, how, see how much of your life you've wasted yeah <laughs> fuck that show's terrible I still want you guys to watch like just like 15 minutes and I do want to like I keep feeling like I really should just but I also just don't watch it because I'm like but then yeah again life is too short uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, we all have 15 minutes we can yeah. do it well, pretty good <laughs> alright well then I think we should get to film roulette. Okay, dokie. Hey, we, why don't we tell people about what we did on Tuesday oh, together yeah. real quick? We went to uh the Royal in Toronto and we screened a film yeah. uh, with a live podcast mm-hmm. of Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death, mm-hmm. which you can now listen to on modernsuperior.com. Mm-hmm. Um so we revisited that film altogether and then we did yeah. a little podcast about yeah. it. So if I have one rainbow. regret about that night, feel like we didn't talk enough about scrotums. I know. <laughs> I feel weird that people are going to listen to that podcast that are fans of that podcast and no other podcasts <laughs> and be like, this is nothing like it. All they're doing is talking about ball sacks. Well, so go go listen to that and see what we're talking about. If you want to hear the word scrotum 38 times. Because <laughs> that movie features a guy getting nailed yeah. right through the scrotum. Right in the scrotum. Yeah. And another thing, thing talk rolling about. out of Paul Winfield's head. Yep. Yeah. That's why he rips it off and throws it at the wall. He's like, this head is full of shit. <laughs> He's like, oh, God, there's so many scorpions in this head. <laughs> yeah. Um, so check that out. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Yeah, you can listen to it. You can. Right you up can. there. Listen to you it. Do it. You can also listen to Film Roulette. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week it was a winner's choice roll and Greg and Casey got to watch whatever they wanted this week while the loser, me, who rolled low, had to go see The Last Witch Hunter. But the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week and I used some suggestions from Strange Jason, our listener, as well as some of my own suggestions for a die roll extravaganza and they landed on an album by AFI. We will roll the die for movies next week, and uh, we'll get into it now. Uh, so you guys, I, ju- I enjoyed that dice rolling for yeah, an album totally. thing. That was a good time. Yeah. Um. You you guys got to see whatever you wanted. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Okay. I actually watched a couple of things in preparation for uh, film roulette. Uh, so maybe I'll have uh, stumbled upon one that uh, that you saw. So what did you see, Greg? Uh, I watched something that's been talked about on the show before, but I hadn't had a chance to see. Uh, uh, so I finally got around to checking out uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Okay. Oh, what'd you think? I, I'm a big fan of the series in general. I mean, obviously not number two, but uh, uh, I quite like the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. And for Brian De Palma, I think the first one is uh, terrific. One's, yeah. You know, really held it together well. Didn't get too crazy with him. There's some shit in there that doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, Tom, Tom Cruise uh, re-teaming up with Christopher McQuarrie on yeah. this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. His little Jack Reacher. Yeah, Christopher McQuarrie yeah, actually directed this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he wrote and directed uh, Jack Reacher. Yeah. 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 So they're mm-hmm. teaming up again with yeah. Jeremy Renner and more. Yeah, uh, my everyone's back pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just fine. Yeah. Is kind of where I am. Yeah. 
Yep, it was it's super fine. entertaining. It's fine. There's some, man, some great action in it. I, you know, some of the sequences are excellent. The whole plane thing at the beginning that yep. everyone, you know, went, you know, focused on with the movie. It was phenomenal. Super cool. I didn't think it was plain at all. <laughs> <laughs> Slam dunk. Uh, I've got a podcast. Um, but the problem with this one, I find, is the, I mean, these movies are like action set piece after action set yeah. piece and whatever. But you've got to link it together with either a human element that's interesting or a story that's yeah. either followable or interesting. And this one doesn't really have any of that going on because, like, I get it. Like, there's the syndicate and the you know, there's yeah. an evil version of the IMF, but. I don't really care why they're not. I feel like I don't really know what they were trying to do as an evil IMF, and yeah. it was just like, yeah, like that just, is very just unclear. the fact that they exist seems to be the interest point. I'm like, that's not very interesting. <laughs> but that's and that's that's the whole the whole sort of push for that is like, which one of us is the evil one? Man? Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm watching Mission Impossible. So, so it's you, those guys, yeah, yeah. the evil looking guy who yeah. keeps looking evil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you the guy? Do you think that these spy uh, franchises, what with uh, Spectre coming out soon and that being kind of like it's the Spectre organization, like are mm. we just relying too much on like the evil organization as like the uh, villains of? No, these you movies? can get in there, but have them do something like two now. No, Mission Impossible as a franchise is getting a little bit too into the problem of like the conflict is always it's within the IMF or yeah. IMF itself is the problem. Like, I, just let them. They're supposed to be the best. Just let them run out there and save the world. Like, yeah. You know, uh, but the th- and, and it seems like the push these days is is more like uh, to make the evil like as opposed to they're just being well. This is the evil guy who wants to be evil all over the world. Um, like there, it has to be rooted in some sort of reality. Yeah. So like they bring in sort of like terrorist plots or like, you know, big corporations are the real evil man. Yeah. Um, and I think that this movie tried to play that hand without being too specific about it. Yeah. And, and that, that really kind of kills it where it just doesn't have any, again, there's no like, and it's a bummer too, because I actually, I, I would, this one should have been, they could have gotten away from that sort of connecting everything together whatever like kind of uh, conspiracy idea and just let this be an adventure one because it feels like one and there's a lot of good like buddy cop lightheartedness chemistry going yeah. on with this one to tom cruise and simon Pegg, and also like a little bit of it with jeremy renner and uh ving rames i'm like you've got we all like these characters we like them together these are all pretty good actors that can be charming and affable yeah. if they were on a mission that i like gave a fuck about <laughs> or like you know race the clock to save the world kind of thing yeah. i'm like this would be a really fucking good movie cuz the whole i don't know i don't just do spoiler or anything like that like the whole sequence after the water shit when tom cruise is all loopy and fucked up like that shit yeah. was great man yeah. yeah a lot of fun simon Pegg playing the panic you know it was really really good i'm like it, if yeah. this, if they were chasing something that i fully understood or cared about, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah. they did. Rain I'd be it. really into this. Oh they God, did. Simon Pegg's in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> they did rein it back in in terms of uh, from Ghost Protes. Yeah, uh, Ghost Protocol was like super Looney Tunes cartoon bouncing off the walls Fuck kind yeah, of but shit. But it was great. But and it was but amazing. It had but this... I did. I liked that they took it back a little bit. That this yeah. one's a little bit more like we got to break in somewhere underwater. It's a bit yeah, more of a mission yeah, impossible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but the whys just... weren't enough. Yeah, I agree. Or yeah. whatever. Like, and and the cartoon craziness of Ghost Protocol worked really well because there was underlying pressures. Yeah. There was you know intense guilt going they were on. Ticking with, clocks. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and, and people had human things missions. happening with them. Yeah, totally. <laughs> There's. 
<laughs> there was at least one. One, yeah. Uh, there was, you know, there was something happening with the characters. Yeah. There was a little bit of emotional conflict or anything, you know. Yeah. An emotional standpoint, you know. Yeah. And yeah. this was just, it just, it wasn't there. It relied a little gonna, bit too much it, on the, on the like, um, Mission Impossible espionage stuff. Yeah. For, instead of the meat of the story. Right. I don't know. I, it was. Listen, it's super watchable. It'll be on Netflix eventually. Yeah, it's totally worth your time. Yeah, if you like that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but ultimately, I was like, eh, well, pretty good. I yeah. guess. It's interesting that this became like the Fast and the Furious, one of the franchises right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting that they are. I don't know where they're going to go from here. I don't know. Probably uh, Mission Impossible Six. Yeah, yeah but probably. I mean, like, what but are it they? Just, it was a huge fucking money maker yeah. again. Yeah, it wasn't. But they up did the that they much, did the so. like action cartoon. They tried to rein it back in with this. Like, what's going to be their cartoon? Like, in the sense that Ghost Protocol oh, oh, was sorry. so over oh, the I thought top you meant that they actually made no, a cartoon. no, no. I'm like, that's a silly idea. No, that's uh, Ghost Protocol was so over the top. They yeah. tried to rein it back in. I mean, this is still over the top, but they yeah. did try and focus a little bit more on like buddy cop. We got to break in, do this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Some and car chases. Yeah, and a little a. bit less insane hanging off Let's, building shit. Yeah, blow up the Kremlin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like, so what are they going to do next time to make Blow it up a different? Gremlin. Oh, what? like, are they going to say let's continue in this line, or are they going to say let's take it back over the top? Like, or are they going to try and do space. something? Yeah, <laughs> let's go to space. I would totally watch. I that. would really watch. That. <laughs> yeah. I just—that's the first line of that movie. Let's go to space. <laughs> yeah, I would. Wa- I just pictured him with like one of those old glass, uh, yeah, absolutely, That's like Moonraker style, <laughs> hanging off the side of a space station. I was like, yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd watch that immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, what's her name? What's the what's um, the female lead? I've never seen her before. Yeah, I can't it remember is what her name is. Rebecca Ferguson. She's great. Yeah, boy, I liked her a lot. Very yeah, good. She was the brightest part of that movie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Well, Yanni, <laughs> yes. what, uh, what did you watch? Yeah, uh, Yanni, um, I watched. Uh, like I said, I prepared two movies mm-hmm. just uh. in case. Yeah, um, I watched the movie Spring. Okay, mm. I've been meaning to watch mm-hmm. the movie Spring. Uh, watch that movie. Okay, you don't want to spend a little. Just I saw like half of it. I yeah, didn't. yeah. Not I didn't turn it off because I, I just ran out of time. The directors of Spring are going to be on a future episode of Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death. Is Ooh, that right? Absolutely. Wow. That's cool. very interesting. Yeah, uh, it's a hell of a movie. Yeah, it's a uh, sort of the build as kind of like a romantic movie that sort of takes a turn into horror. Yeah. from the trailers. It's, Good performances, uh, from what I saw. It's a love story. It's a romantic movie that. I don't. I don't even want to call it a horror movie. Mm-hmm. It uh, seemed like it was toying with like monster movie kind of. Yeah, it, it's uh, uh, and I, I don't want to ruin too much yeah. about it. All I'll say is just see that movie. It's okay. a really nice love story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, the real movie I want to talk about is a movie that I watched called Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. Yes, starring Patrick Wilson, Kurt Russell, Lily Simmons, directed by S. Craig Zoller. And IMDb describes the synopsis as four men set out in the Wild West to rescue a group of captives from cannibalistic cave dwellers. Um, this movie came out on VOD and got a lot of good press yeah. as a genre mashup, Western sort of, I don't know, Is it would it be classified as horror as well? Well, it's funny. I've been seeing that word thrown around as well. So I watched two movies that don't deserve the moniker horror, mm-hmm. uh, but one of those movies has one of the most 
horrible things I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Ever. I've been hearing little bits about... Yeah. Um, ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Okay, so uh, right off the bat, Bone Tomahawk is maybe... I want to say top one of my top five yeah, uh, cool. from this year. I love it so much. Oh, fucking it was right on, man. So good. I'm so glad to hear yeah, that. Yeah, because I have actually seen some divisiveness as well because I, I saw it got a lot of buzz right away, and then I've already started to see backlash of people that were like, no. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Like, I don't understand why everyone's going crazy for it, yada, yada, yada. Probably because it's a great fucking movie. <laughs> it is a great fucking movie. And it's a movie that is exactly what it needs to be. It's a small narrative. Uh, it The acting is fucking phenomenal, but mm. it's no more, you know... Uh, <laughs> I always called him Russell Simmons. Uh, Kurt Russell. Uh, <laughs> Kurt Russell why. Simmons. I've had a long day. Uh, Kurt Russell, it plays Kurt Russell, plays the sheriff, Kurt Russell. Yeah, sweet. Uh, and it's awesome. Um, he, oh, uh, Richard Jenkins is, it's one of my favorite performances of his now. Yeah. He's phenomenal in it. Uh, Patrick Wilson is great. Yeah, how's Matthew Fox? Uh, Matthew Fox is excellent. Right on. He's one of the bright spots of the movie. Fucking A. He's so fucking good, and he plays it so perfectly. Yeah. Um, and and it's a movie where, uh, and it's got like uh, it starts out with um, with uh, David Arquette, which is a real gamble. <laughs> <laughs> Opening your movie with an Arquette <laughs> with him, but it's him and Sid Haig. Oh and wow, interesting! It's so charming. Huh. Like they're just a couple of scumbags, you know, going yeah. around fucking thieving. Uh, from people's campsites and stuff like that, and then they just come across, uh, you know, this horrible threat. Horrible threat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, but you don't really see the the ramifications of what uh, what these people, quote unquote, people can do. Uh, and then uh, and then we go back to the town, and you know, David Arquette lives to tell the tale, and he and he's jailed for being a thief, and. Uh, and so, in the middle of the night, the the people who are in the jail at the time are uh, are captured and taken away. One of those people being Patrick Wilson's wife. And so they get this little posse together to go find them. And it's basically just them traveling. Yeah, uh, I heard the dialogue is amazing. Yeah, it's it's so good, but it's not any more than it needs to be. Like that's mm-hmm. the great thing is that it's very pretty. Like the the 
the script is very and that's a stupid word to use but it kind of is yeah like the dialogue is really um but it's also very spartan and uh and like it doesn't go really overboard like you know where quentin tarantino's dialogue is so good that it's winking at you the whole time (laughs) yeah sure this movie does not do that Uh. and it's delivered expertly mostly by richard jenkins and again this is probably one of my favorite performances of his amazing Uh, i think i might watch that tonight oh jesus like do yourself a favor okay i will (laughs) you know what i've earned it Uh, you really have pal (laughs) i've owed myself a favor for a really long time i'll Uh, finally cash in on it Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's oh boy, and then it just ends, and the way it ends is just like, yeah, the movie stops. Yeah, yeah. It's like these uh, these white text starts to go up the screen. I was like, what an ending. There's no more images. (laughs) You don't see any more people, but these letters. No more story going on. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, tiny letters. It was. I was really sad when the movie was was over. But happy you're going to get to revisit it? I will definitely watch this movie a fuck ton more times, except for one scene. <laughs> yeah, is it that bad of a scene that you would, like, skip or not be able to handle again? It's extremely hard to watch. Okay. Uh, I made some weird noises watching that. <laughs> I, I, maybe I'm overselling it. Maybe I am, but it was yeah. it, it was really difficult for me to watch. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to watch Amazing. it. Amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, well, two enjoyable films. Freedom Gorman. <laughs> Freedom Gorman. Freedom uh, Gorman. <laughs> I uh, dragged my ass out to the movie theater. Yeah. Saw The Last Witch Hunter. This stars Vin Diesel and Elijah Wood, Michael Caine, uh-huh. Rose Leslie, and more. Elijah Wood's in this? Oh, yeah. Um, this movie is directed by... <laughs> I would have thought you would have been surprised that Michael Caine was in it. Michael Caine Mike... will be in anything. Yeah, that yeah is pretty much. He's, Elijah yeah, Wood has been like, real said. clever about his movie choices since the fucking Lord of the Rings thing ended. But, but you know what? what? I will say, watching this movie, it makes sense that he picked this movie. Okay. Um, All right. Directed by Breck Eisner, who did the Crazies remake a few years back. Right. Um, and IMDb describes the plot of this film as the last witch hunter is all that stands between humanity and the combined forces of the most horrifying witches in history. This weekend, I was talking to my friend Taylor again, and he was saying, like, isn't that movie, I don't know if it was something that you guys said, but isn't that movie a, like, you know, hybrid sort of, like, old guy, like, in set in, set in the modern times, but he's an old witch hunter? And I was like, oh, no, 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 This movie, from what I could tell, because all I had seen is the poster, mm-hmm. I was like, no, 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 this movie is, like, one of those, like, back in the day hack em slashers. Oh, my and God, then, is it in the present And then time? I went and I saw it, and I was like, no, he's totally right. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, that's awesome. Oh, no. So... <laughs> That's a whole other level of stupid. So, um, I didn't hate this movie. <laughs> oh, really? That's awesome. So I went, I, I, buying this ticket, I was like, like last week I saw Gem and I didn't want to see Gem and I went and I was like, that movie is what it is. I didn't enjoy myself, but I can accept it as what they're doing. Yeah. And then I was buying the ticket to this movie and I was like, I have less than zero percent interest in this thing it looks so far out of the realm of the kind of fucking movie that i would see it's like nerd hack and slash them whatever the fuck and i didn't even know it was modern times so i was like this is gonna be him like sulking his way through some fucking should have been nick cage movie yeah and and then i was like having fun with it (laughs) so 
He's the movie starts and he's got this like huge beard and he has this like sword that like leaks something onto the blade that then lights on fire. So he just like has a sword that's on fire and he's cutting <laughs> people in half. Uh, and I was like, this wicked. is, is, this is like, pretty cool already. <laughs> is it rated? Is it R? Yeah. So it's uh, like- you know what? Actually, I think it might be a hard PG-13 because it's all like demon-y kind of witch. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they said the F word a lot, but. But we're not cutting people in half. We're cutting crazy monsters. Or, it yeah. looks kind of like monsters, but they're witches. Yeah. Right. Um. So he's got this huge beard, and he's like the the movie opens with them going into this huge like like Tolkien looking tree that's reaching up to the sky. And I was like, at first, I was kind of like, oh boy, here we go. Like, yeah. what is this tree? You're not telling me anything about the story. And then I realized that 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 would come to be one of the things that I was endeared about this movie is uh-huh. that it's just like. I'm a bit. This movie is just like I'm a huge nerd. I'm gonna do all this shit, and you're gonna think it's so stupid, but you're not gonna care because I'm not gonna bother to really explain it to you. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so he goes into this big tree with all these people to kill like the the worst witch that there ever was, some witch queen. And he goes to kill her, but she curses him with um like you'll live forever uh-huh. disease. <laughs> uh-huh. Um so right before she dies and then we flash to now which is like earth the future I guess and there's like witches everywhere but there's a truce between humans and witches and he's the last witch hunter who's like you know keeping all those witches in line and Michael Caine is, is his you know secondhand man who helps him out or whatever uh-huh. <laughs> is Christopherson. Yeah. <laughs> so he reports to like a witch council so, like, if he runs afoul <laughs> of a witch that's, like, doing bad shit, he'll bring them to this council and they'll, like, have this big wood tree monster eat him and take the witch to, like, some holding cell somewhere that you never see. But it's like basically like, yeah, if, somebody, right. if some witch fucks up, he'll, like, take them to this council. and To yeah. witch court? Yeah, witch court. It, yeah, it, yeah. it is exactly witch court. <laughs> and they yeah. use, like, tarot cards. See, that's what fantasy movies needed was uh, yeah. bureaucracy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. so... Jerry T. Anderson presided. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Caine is his sort of like helper, but he's getting old, and so he's going to have a new helper who is played by Elijah Wood. Um, and then Michael Caine goes into retirement, but then he's murdered. So then it becomes this sort of like, what if a D and D campaign that was full of witches w- became a like brain dead uh, noir movie, <laughs> where he's trying to figure uh, out like what witch killed my like old pal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's really yeah. You're winning me over with it's, this. Uh, it listen. Okay, I'm gonna keep. <laughs> I got a lot of notes here. Yeah. So yeah, he take has to take witches to jail or whatever <laughs> if they're bad. And uh, in the opening of the movie, he's like on a plane and it's like super stormy and it looks like the plane's gonna crash. But he finds a witch on board who has these like weather runes and he's like if you put these weather runes together it'll create a storm don't do that so he takes Uh, them apart and then the storm goes away and they don't die (laughs) it's like uh, this whole conversation is like yeah i'm in i'm in nope i'm out i'm out i'm out (laughs) yeah so um he's investigating somebody that murdered michael kane doesn't know like there's these witches that i guess are using magic that nobody's seen since that crazy tree witch in olden times in the opening of the movie uh-huh. and maybe the like witch council's covering something up and and i'm just like this is the dumbest movie ever and i'm having fun yeah yeah and so eventually he runs afoul of uh this bartender potion maker witch played by rose leslie who's from game of thrones she like joins in the hunt and then Elijah's Elijah Wood's character kind of drops out and you're like, okay, well he's going to come back around the end and be like, Oh, he was bad the whole time, which happens. Uh Um, but basically like 
it turns out <laughs> that, that, that was the tagline for this movie which happens which happens <laughs> oh, that would have been so good <laughs> but basically what happens and i'm gonna spoil a lot of this movie but it doesn't matter because you won't believe how dumb it is until you see it yeah um <laughs> basically what happened was when he was cursed uh at the beginning of the movie when he tried to murder the original witch um the people that he was with kept her heart because if they went to kill her heart he was gonna die too and then so Vin Diesel's like, oh, shit, the heart's still around somewhere, and the council's covering it up, and now all these witches that we've put in witch prison know that the heart still exists, and they're going to come out and get the heart and bring the witch back and then uh, start a plague. Uh, Yeah, that's uh, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> That's all stupid. It is. This movie is like the goofiest piece of trash ever, but it doesn't go about it like, like it. It's it knows that it's like a fun stupid movie, but it's yeah. not like wink wink at every turn. It's just yeah. like here's some nerdy shit. I'm not gonna try and explain it to you. I'm gonna. It's very. I mean, it's all expository dialogue because so much is happening that it none of it makes sense, and they're kind of trying to make it make sense. But you're like none none of this makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like when you were explaining that it was like oh, the, but then they got the heart. Yeah. Then they got to go get the heart. Then there's gonna like I was waiting for like that final little clever hook payoff thing. No, where you're kind of like oh, I like it all, but you're like oh no, those are just a bunch of things yeah. you just said. Um, it sort of makes sense when you're watching it, but not really. But it, but it doesn't try and explain every stupid thing. It's just like here's a bunch of stuff like. Isn't this fun and stupid? Do you want a fucking gummy bear tree? Okay, there's a tree in this movie that has gummy bears on it. Do you want like a what? blind like, witch guy who what? uses butterflies what? to make Hold cupcakes? Because that's in here too. A gummy bear tree. Yeah, uh, like butterfly with, cupcakes. <laughs> like with like they... a tree with gummy bears on it. It turns out to be like a vision, but it's it's a gummy bear tree and it's in this movie. Okay. Um, and then it's like, how about the sword named uh, Hexenbane? cutting people in half why not and then like yeah some blind guy who is a witch who uses like maggots to make cupcakes that control humans but then at the same time like butterflies follow him around all the time and you're like they never explain why just like okay give us back our maggots yeah it's 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 one of those movies that like you when you try to explain it you're it's one of those movies that is basically like some eight-year-old somewhere is like spinning this yarn. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like, and then the witches came, and then they had a heart, and yeah. then the heart was a bad heart, and then the heart <laughs> comes back later, and they're gonna, and then the witch comes back, like between- and the and the monster, uh, he's like a big like piece of tree wood, but he like rotates around almost like a transformer, and he's gonna eat this guy, and then and then Vin Diesel lights his sword on fire, and cuts him in half, and the wood goes everywhere. <laughs> Written by Young Dan Gorman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it it just it reminded me like. What if, like, the first... The, uh, what if, like, Stephen Summers of Deep Rising slash the first Mummy era uh, tried to do, like, a and d inspired nerd movie, yeah. but also really liked noir movies, so he was going to have some sort of investigation? And it doesn't really all tie together, but it's, like, good and it's, like, uh, entertaining enough that I left Fair the enough. movie theater, like, kind of, like... Hey, I had a good afternoon. Watch that stupid movie. Like <laughs> the studio was really high on this too when they were making it. I can't imagine. There's all why. kinds of yeah. I don't know, but, but they were talking about like this is going to be a franchise. Yeah, they felt very franchisey about this. They, they, they got Vinny D's in there, but yeah, they ended on a very like the, the witch, the witch bartender, and Vin Diesel are are back at it again. Now they've figured out this case, and right. here they go again on to the next. Yeah, great. And, and a part a of me was kind of like, yeah. <laughs> I was about to ask him, like, oh, fucking whatever. Yeah. Let it go. Part of me was like, 
Yeah, I kind of want to see more of this. Yeah, well, <laughs> you might. Is this doing well? Is it no, this no? thing was not did not do well at all. Do people know about Johnny uh, Maggot Cupcakes and Nobody his butterflies cares. in there? <laughs> Nobody cares about this movie. All right. It I, Honestly, I feel like I'm overselling it because it is just a dumb movie. I'm going to watch it on Netflix. But watch this movie on Sunday when yeah. you're hungover. I don't, don't tell me what day to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I might have plans on Sunday. Like I'm going to watch it on a day when you're hungover. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's bad in it. Yeah. And the dialogue is atrocious. Yeah. And to the point where I was one of, I was like, it was one of those movie experience, uh, experiences where like, they'll say something really stupid and then I was the only person in the entire theater to be like, ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> and everyone else around you is everyone like, else is like, idiot. yeah, <laughs> he loves this thing. Yeah, it's it's bad. Sweet. But I I don't know. No, Maybe good, it's good, because bad is uh, the nice. It time. could have been because I went in so low. Like yeah. I fucking dragged myself to the movie theater. I was like, this is the last. <laughs> did thing I have a really bent out no. of shape? Uh, boo, boo, no. Emma, oh, she boo. didn't go. No, she couldn't uh, because she had to do not some work. Speak. Yeah. So no, yeah. Um, all right, all right, yeah. Unfortunately, but mm-hmm. I I went and saw it alone, I, and she I called her after she was like, "How's the movie?" And I was like, "Not that bad, actually." Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, some of the effects are very like this is not a good movie, and we've just like I don't know. I I'm I'm wondering how it'll play on the TV screen. It'll look really sort of CGI in some of them, but I don't know. There was just like some cool like weird like. I don't know. Some of the stuff was looked cool to me. It looked cool enough to me to be like, hey, I don't know. I would be yeah. interested th- to see what other people think of it because this movie got like a, a deservedly like thirty percent on Metacritic right. or whatever. But um, it was I had fun. Thirty percent. Yeah. Like I really, I it, it I was really surprised this wasn't like a Steven Summers movie because when he does that kind of dumb action movie, when he does it right, like Deep Rising or The First Mummy. Yeah. He hasn't done one in a long time. Uh but I did kind of feel like some twelve year old somewhere is gonna be like, This is my favorite movie of all time. Sure. Yeah. And I was kinda like my inner twelve year old was like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. My inner twelve year old wants to see like it too. Young young Dan Garman said, Yeah. All yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, now I'm gonna go watch Jumanji. <laughs> um, well, because last week uh, I lost as well and had to see Jim, I rolled the die and you guys landed on AFI's album, Black Sails in the Sunset. Yep. Um, I believe this was their third or fourth album. Sure. Um, this is widely known as the album where they came into their own. <laughs> oh, is this like their... This is like, they, they put out some albums that were very... Um, and and you may be surprised to to hear that their earlier work is even more derivative uh, of other music. <laughs> um, but their first couple albums are like pretty standard melodic hardcore. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Put, put, put. Is this oh, the so album this that people would say like when they blew up with girl? What's oh uh, girls gone wild? Miss Murder. Girls are gray. Girls are gray. Girls are gray. Yeah. Yeah. Girls are gray or something, something like that. Girls oh. gone gray. <laughs> I don't think it's gone. <laughs> Well, they it's had like, the, their song. It's like where, <laughs> spring it break for like well, they had ladies. their song "Miss Murder" was gray. was really popular, and it was on like all the it rock was, bands. Yeah, one and big stuff. song. So, like in that one, I f- I feel like I remember people being like fans, being like, "Oh man, they sold out." It's yeah. not like when they were good. And so I wondered in the back of my mind, was this band ever good? Because I hate this girl's not gray. Yeah. This is the name of the song. Um, anyway, so is this like the album that those people would have been like, that's back when they were good? Oh, for sure. 
Like so, this album is when there is there is a sell, sellout album. No, 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 they, no, no. This album is not a sellout album. Oh, this, okay, so, so this is like people like this album. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah, people uh-huh. point to this album and the one after it as like these are their albums, man. So th- this is their fourth album. Uh-huh. Their first album, "Answer That" and "Stay Fashionable" in 1995, has like a Reservoir Dogs aping cover, and they're they're trying to be kind of like funny a little and they're not being gothy but then over the course of like two albums they eventually uh, this is the album where they fully start to be like a gothy punk band kind of thing and yeah. like to to really be like embracing like we're poetic and duh, duh, duh. Mm. and then the one after that black sales uh no uh the art of drowning in 2000 is like these two albums back to back were like their albums in the nine in the late 90s early 2000s right mm-hmm. so i listened to those two albums a lot in high school and and i checked this out again just to see what was going on and i had a good time listening to it thinking like man i liked shitty music back when i was a kid <laughs> <laughs> but i couldn't wait to hear you guys thought about it and and if you had had your fill of woes because yeah. man they sing a lot of woes yeah so Black Sails in the Sunset, 1999, your your first real experience with AFI. Yes. I've only heard that one song. Yeah. Ever. And they really did, like, people... I can understand why people that were f- hardcore fans of this era would think eventually they sold out, because they went pretty, like, mainstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like they only went mainstream because, like, Hot Topic became a really big thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this feels like, this band feels like Hot Topic the band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Through our bleeding, we oh. are one. Oh, <laughs> that is, that's amazing. Uh, I got to tell you, I loved it. No. <laughs> um, I thought I was going to be so offended by this. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like those thin nerd vocals, like, but like with uh, another guy who just screams. No, yeah, that, that, and uh, that's what makes them a legit. More wailing hardcore. than anything. Um, yeah, it's not good, <laughs> but there's elements of it where I'm like, oh, okay, well, they're trying to um, change things up a little. Yeah, like, like they're trying to not just do boring r- acceptable riffs yeah like, technically you can go they're trying to do something different with this yeah and the drumming w- i was like oh okay that's kind of a cool fast beat uh they, yeah they're really like that gallop yeah. yeah well that's the thing like it was the first couple songs where i'm like oh, okay and then it was like okay well Every maybe song, maybe yeah. pull it back on yeah. Yeah, yeah um as a teenager this stuff for me was really good to like try and wail along with even though you don't know the lyrics because yeah, you sure. can't really because he just goes well, 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 well. Well, <laughs> yeah there was a lot he, of that yeah you know it's hilarious and like i i didn't really like this album but i didn't hate it like i hit i've hated yeah. other pop punk yeah stuff. i'm actually it's super like, surprised cause... whatever man it's because it's <laughs> it like it all blurred together yeah. i can't differentiate one song from another but what started to be really funny to me is like it's like, what is this reminding me of? And I'm like, oh, you know what it is? Is it? It sounds like I'm listening to Danzig on 78 speed. Yeah, that guy because he he does do that Danziggy kind of oh, like, sure. ah, but yeah. his voice is like, like hey, ah. yeah. So <laughs> it's no, just, the, the that's mis- all I could think about was yeah. like someone just sped up a, the a shitty Danzig like, influence on this band. Like yeah. he, like this the lead singer Davy Havoc. Uh, like he totally adopted that. Like I'm gonna wear like like PVC and leather, and like my black hair is gonna come down over. My face in a devil he, hawk, like yeah, he totally yeah, yeah. just ripped off yeah. that thing, yeah, of the off the misfits, and he does that like, yeah, Whoa. what a what a dick bag. <laughs> uh, and also the guitar, I found at points I was very surprised 
but I feel like, and not nearly in technical proficiency, but I feel like the guitarist took a lot from Kirk Hammett. Uh, uh-huh. I, I feel like there was a lot of uh, Metallica rhythms, mm-hmm. yeah, but not the actual. Uh, I almost said chops, and then I was going to have to bark. <laughs> that word. But not the actual talent to pull that yeah, off. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. So there was like a lot of familiar rhythms, but uh, but it was just because he was palm muting. Yeah, where yeah. Kirk Hammett would have palm muted. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like something that I didn't like, and I yeah. don't ever want to hear again. Yeah, like, but I, it didn't make me crazy I while yeah. I was listening. I I'm think like, that's so surprising. Whatever, guys. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I just I kind of listened to it, and I was like, you know what? If my uh, uh, like if I was a parent and my kid came home and was listening to this, I'd be like, I think you're on you're on a path yeah. maybe not the right path but i'm not offended by this and this could lead to legitimate music yeah yeah this isn't legitimate music but maybe it's somewhere to start <laughs> yeah that's not fair saying it's no not legitimate music <laughs> um this isn't uh it's uh, interesting though because i feel like music for yeah. me <laughs> for me somebody who listened to this a lot when i was in, like, a teenager because yeah. i thought like this is the dark stuff like sure, I'm sure. Gonna, i had that like phase but come, i come back to this like band as a novelty once in a while but i can't really like i couldn't get through this album all in one sitting no. this time and there some was, things don't age beyond their yeah. little pocket of when it there happened, was man. Like, like there's one or can't. two songs by afi i'll go back to and i'll have fun like wailing along and be like yeah i get why i was into this but yeah. as a whole it was hard for me to really listen straight through yeah yeah but uh, yeah, I would have been a surprise. I'm surprised. I would thought you guys would have uh, reacted differently. But I understand yeah. your take on it. I've yeah. listened to yeah. so much horrible music <laughs> yeah. because of this podcast. Like I feel like I've become good at listening to horrible music. Yeah, and, again, and then the being like, "What can I take things, from this?" Yeah, yeah. yeah like the last coming down things, off of Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman, so which which was like, "Come come on, you are not a musician." <laughs> to it's like, okay, well at least these guys are taking themselves seriously. Yeah, yeah. maybe they, a little too seriously. Are equal. Well, yeah, <laughs> but at least they're they're committed to. Like I think Corey Feldman takes himself very seriously. I just don't think he's committed to any one specific. Specific yeah, art yeah. form. Yeah, he's just committed to being um, noticed yeah. as an artist, right? Now, which he is not. <laughs> Casey, you're a lyric guy, so I, I sure want to touch base before we cap this off. I couldn't pay attention okay. to the lyrics. What did you guys think of? Really... God called in sick today. See, it was little things like that where I'm like, okay, well, this is what I expected from it because yeah. you listen to a lot of, you give us a lot of pop punk, and there's a lot of. Um, Desperate attempts at yeah. clever, at, at, at clever, <laughs> like little turns of phrase and stuff like that. So God called in sick today is like, y- you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if I was at a party and you were talking, I would leave that party. <laughs> <laughs> that song, because it's so slow and emotive, and then it gets into like a mid tempo like jam. I when I was a kid, I was that was my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 99, I was like, yeah, man, yeah. Well, yeah, I, me too. I can't wait to read your review of it. <laughs> yeah, then there was that, that to what is, we all bleed, and yeah. that's why we're all friends. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's a dumb fucking thing to say, but I could totally see a bunch of 10th grade kids yeah, draw, yeah, yeah. drawing something from it. Like, yeah. going like, yeah, guys, these are the best days of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that what they're taking from it? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, because I think that there's a real sense of like, yeah, we're all a bunch of crazy misfits. And yeah, we're in this together. Oh yeah, and it, it's you know, it's uh, it's not good, but it's it's outsider music. And when you're like a yeah. when you're a teen or whatever, and you find your subgenre that you feel connected to, it is it it does like open your world up and shit like that. Yeah. And I can totally see fucking you know socially awkward or maybe not uh people with wide friend groups but however you want to think about it you know young kids getting into this and yeah it work and because if you're teen when you're young there's some of this shit works like i couldn't yeah like and it but it stays back then <laughs> like no one like you can't like i listened to a lot of alice in chains when i was 15 yeah you know I couldn't like pl- I couldn't play that for someone now and be like you got to hear this because yeah. you yeah. don't got to hear this it's not very good <laughs> totally <laughs> and it's super silly and yeah. it's like it just doesn't make any sense other than being fifteen in nineteen ninety three yeah. or whatever and, and you, know? you have to go like okay okay what you have to understand is that yeah. it was super cool to be on heroin all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's why you could make music that wasn't very good. Because everyone knew you were on heroin, so yeah. they write a lot into what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Alice in Chains, I think, is a, is, is a perfect uh, example because I can still go back and listen to Alice in Chains yeah. and go, like, uh, uh, there's elements of this that I absolutely love. Yeah. Like, there's riffs here and there that oh, I Oh, really sure, there's love. a couple songs. And that Rain are... When I Die is a fucking great song. Yeah, yeah or Wood uh, is a very uh, yeah, good tune. Yeah, Wood is a but, great fucking song. But there's song. some, you know, there's some uh, angry chairs. and oh, uh... there's, a, there's, there's a couple angry chairs <laughs> uh, at the dinner table. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Man of the Box is pretty... no i know exactly what you mean like there was one song on here where i was like deep down i still like this song yeah sure and then then i was like and now i don't need to listen to this because i heard that one song yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) totally yeah so good talk about a fire Uh inside a fire inside (laughs) why is it pirate music (laughs) fire inside Um, so I had a good time with the last witch hunter, and I had a good time listening to you guys talk about AFI. Uh-huh. Um, Are you going to be nice? So I'm going to be nice this week. Yeah, going to give you guys an album from this year, 2015. Oh, uh, this is an album by a band that I find um, criminally underrated. A band called Helvetia. Mm-hmm. Um, this is their album called Dromomania. This is their ninth album. They're a band from Seattle. Um, they are formed of a guy who was in a band called, uh, Duster, who put out two amazing albums, uh, years, years, years and years ago. And, uh, now <laughs> the, uh, founding member of Helvetia, as well as some of the other people he writes and records music with are in Built to Spill right now. Um, oh. so this is, uh, Jason Albertini is kind of the, the brains, um, of Helvetia, but they, how do you, how do you spell that? H-E-L-V-E-T-I-A. Um, so kind of like Helvetica, but instead of C-A, no, no C. Helvetia. And so this is their ninth album. Now, now why do you call a band that? Uh, it's that? a thing. I don't remember off the top. It's like a god of something or other. I don't know. It's uh, some like Greek god What's thing. the album called? Uh, it's called Dromomania. D-R-O-M-O-M-A-N-I-A. And this is all on uh, on Google Google Play, RDO, Spotify. Yep, I'm just my pulling, free trial is putting almost. it into my shit. Yeah, on my phone here. So, I suggest headphones at least once or twice. Oh, of course, a couple listens. Um, if it, if it's got any, I really enjoy Built to Spill. Yeah, so if it's you'll, got any you'll, of that, it's basically it's indie rock with with some lo-fi stuff, some psychedelic stuff. Um, uh, oh boy, I, that's I'm, a long album. 
Oh, the, that's probably the deluxe edition. Okay. I'll I'll figure out what the track listing oh, is. It looks like it's two discs. Yeah, or whatever. that's deluxe. Like it goes up to twelve, and then it starts at one again. So one to twelve. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They've got nine albums, and uh, they've got a. They're a very prolific band. They've put out a ton of music. Mm-hmm. Um. And I just find the stuff that they do phenomenal and so underrated. And they're Word they're a, a crazy consistent band. Like I like all nine albums. They're all some of them are a little bit different, but they definitely have a little thing going on. Yeah, that they, it's fucking a man. They don't sound anything like uh, uh, th- when you hear a Helvetia song, you know that oh, that's them. It's one of those kind of things, kind of like Spoon, in the sense that sure. like they put out all these albums, but when you hear an album by Spoon, you're mm-hmm. like that's Spoon, totally. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I wouldn't put them up there on that pedestal, but sure, sure. I love them. So sweet, here right we go, man. Fucking a, I need some new music. Yeah. This is definitely one of my favorite albums of the year. Not maybe not their best, but a good maybe stepping stone. Yeah. So oh, see what you guys oh, think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now we'll roll. Oh boy! Four yeah. movies. Yep. Um, we uh, what are we rolling for this week, Greg? Spectre. Yeah. Spectre. <laughs> That's his sign of Spectre. Oh, okay. Yeah. James Bond. I'm excited. <laughs> Who's, uh, uh, whose accent was that? I don't know. Was that your best James, James Bond? Bond. <laughs> I'm, my I'm, name's Bond. I'm Bond. James Bond. <laughs> Is it, are we getting into Minnesota there? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> James Bond, don't you know? Oh, geez. Some James oh, Bond. James Bond, don't you know? Um, and then Pan's still out in theaters. Yes. And that got Pan. <laughs> <laughs> and that got Bad reviews. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. somebody's got to somebody's got to go find thing. out how bad it is. Yeah. And uh, so to find out, we'll roll the die, Greg. I'm first go again. First again. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it did well for you last week. Man. Yeah. Oh, that's a six. Six. All right, All right I'm rolling. All right. All right. Pan versus Spectre. That's a five. That's a five. Come All on, right. Casey. Roll lower than a five. That's a nine. <laughs> Because at first, you didn't quite see it, and you thought that I'd lost. That's a nine. Uh, well, if you had rolled a six, it would have been a re-roll. Yeah. But nope, I got to go see Pan. No, it wouldn't have been. Uh, you still would have had the five and lost. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you got a six. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, no, thus starts the, the downfall of Dan. Again, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Greg had a run. Yeah. He did. I'm just mad Casey's not getting in on this I don't fucking know. losing action. Yeah, I don't I. I feel like my five weeks in a row was, it was bad. I think that was a record. I yeah, don't know if anybody's in those five fucking weeks. That was bad. It was horrible. I feel like we did back in the day. We had some long ones. Well, you know what? A while ago, maybe when we have nothing to talk about someday, we'll go through it because I was yeah. trying to figure out yeah. who who lost has what? lost the most. Yeah. Um, but there was a bunch of stuff. Like I, I was pretty surprised. I was able to remember who saw, who what, saw what over yeah. a fucking hundred yeah. and whatever. 80 episodes. We should get all the titles. But there's and... a couple gray areas. I yeah. think we just sit there. You know what you saw. Exactly. Like yeah. when I throw out whatever garbage fucking Adam we'll Sandler movie you saw. We'll get every episode it. list in a spreadsheet and we'll just start putting our names beside the ones that we've yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that'll be our holiday episode. Yeah, totally. 
figure out who's the biggest loser. I know. Yeah. Or if you're a listener and you have a lot of time on your hands, yeah, yeah. go check it Tell out. Tell us. And yeah. also... Uh, if you're an obsessive weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> it should also be noted if you want to submit quotes of things that we have said that you thought were funny for our Facebook page. We've mm. been doing that, but yeah, we I don't always up... listen to the episode, so yeah. um, try to remember the things. But basically, you can email them to us at info at Modern Spear. That's so right. if we yeah. said something funny you want us to make into a little image for Facebook, let mm. us know. And we'll put your name on it or yeah. something. Totally. Or we won't. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shut up. You'll get what you get. Uh, <laughs> well, what you'll get right now is uh-huh. 902 and Oh Yeah Relay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dear, near, near, near. Jams, beyond. Jump. Zachary. Am I going to go see Jams, beyond? Exactly. <clears throat> oh my god, I watched an episode uh, not called The Last Witch Hunter. Where are my notes? Okay. I watched an episode <laughs> called... Weird coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> this episode has been Diesel in it. <laughs> I like forgot to watch and I try and pull one over on you guys. <laughs> I just take the plot of that movie and replace it. So yeah, Brandon Mr. Brandon's goes got into this, this. Uh, fiery sword <laughs> and uh, uh, he's eating uh, Steve's at the gummy bear tree and, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Brandon's like, you're dreaming, bro. Yeah, yeah. Dilly makes all these uh, cupcakes out of magic. Yeah. Uh, it uh, turns out to Donna's Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> so every week we watch an episode of season three, 90210. Is Meathead. I'm not interesting. Hey, you guys said you were coming around on. I, she is actually my favorite character. She's, right yeah, now. Donna. She beat up that uh, yeah. mugger. Yeah, uh, she beat up a mugger. She keeps telling every. She fucking tells it like it is. Yeah, real talk all with the Donna. Time. Well, maybe this episode will change your feelings. We'll have to see. What to back to bad? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Do we find out that see. she killed Dougie? No. <laughs> I wish. I just didn't like him. Yeah, he kept looking at me. In a Not weird that I way, I liked him or didn't like him. I just wanted to see someone die. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to see the life leave his eyes. Yeah. You know, I, I just... love you, David. <laughs> Good luck with your career. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to like feel the blood rush over my palms. <laughs> anyway, back to the DJ booth. They didn't give me a lot to do in the first couple seasons. <laughs> so yes, I'm the only one who was aware this is a television joke. <laughs> Uh, every week we watch an episode of season three of 90210 and relay the information back to the other hosts. Mm. I watched it this week. It was called A Night to Remember. Ooh. A Night of Murder at Donna's <laughs> Hands, perhaps? <laughs> yes. No. no. <laughs> so uh. this starts with a, um, a title. It says Prom Night, West Beverly High, and then it goes a long time ago and it turns to sepia tone and we get like (laughs) (laughs) this is an old west episode sepia tone flashback and it's like when is this going to turn into something it's like like people dancing (laughs) what year is it supposed to be like like, like, i don't know west old back it's just no i think like greasers and but they've turned it sepia tone that music i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i i swear to god it had like an old timey it was pretty old flashback i was thinking like flapper girls and stuff of maybe, that shit. maybe it was pretty old <laughs> there was flapper girls and cowboys yeah. and greasers and uh, <laughs> there was a, you know the past <laughs> yeah. yeah there was a spaceman yeah <laughs> and then it cuts back to present day yeah so i'm like what? like they don't do it they just show people dancing it's like west beverly high it's like here's our here's our prom anyway back yeah. to present day and you're like okay and then it never comes back again <laughs> oh 
Although there is some talk of like the parents, like remember back in the day when we went to prom, but they don't like connect. <laughs> Every, it. Everything was sepia tone. Yeah. <laughs> so we open with Donna and Brenda talking about whether or not they should get dates for senior prom. Uh-huh. Brandon wants to go play poker instead of going to the prom. The the prom, and uh, Steve's not happy about it. That sounds like more gambling, Brandon. Yeah. yeah. Steve says the gang should be together for prom, but Brandon's like, I don't have a date, so I'm not gonna go. And Steve's like, you don't have to be in love with the person to ask them to prom. You should go ask Andrea. Will yeah. they or won't they? Oh, oh the right. night to remember yeah. not to fuck Andrea. <laughs> yeah. He even put it in his reminder yeah. book. <laughs> reminder. Like, uh, R.E. fucking Andrea. <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> so also Brandon has to cover one last story for the newspaper because this is their last year in high school. Oh right. Don't you oh, know? No. This is the end. This yeah. is our, this is the final year of high school. Yeah. So Christ. Um <laughs> Brandon's gotta cover one last school about the school board. They're having a meeting, he's gotta go cover it, and he's like, damn it, but I'll do it one last time. Uh-huh. David asks Brenda to some prom party thing his dad is having, like a pre-party, and she's like, I'm not going to prom, so I guess I can't come to that pre-prom party, and she takes off. David says he's going to get a hotel room for Donna, wink, wink, and she's really nervous about the wink, wink, Uh because revealed in the previous episodes about the virginities. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. and she has has said to him... That she's not going to fuck him until they get married. Right. Yeah. But he's like, I'm going to get this fancy schmancy hotel. And she's she's like, I'll let you know if we can do that. But I'm nervous. So I'm not going to say yes yet. Oh, uh, so she's like, I'm going to see how fancy the hotel room yeah. is. <laughs> no, she's just like, I'm nervous. I'm going to think it over. And he's like, okay, I'm going to try and get the hotel room and we'll so see he, what happens. So, yeah. So he's like, uh, okay, listen. I'm going to try to pressure you into sex. <laughs> he does. He, uh, if, if you like the room enough, you can fuck me. David, <laughs> uh, he does kind of, he's pretty hung up on, on the idea that he's going to finally get laid. And he's he's not like aggressively creepy pushy, but he is kind of like, okay, buddy, you're fixated on this a bit much. Uh-huh. Um, so he, he is in high school. Yeah, yeah. But to the point where you're like, okay, man, if she doesn't want to. <laughs> but it's yeah. also, he's not like, do it. Yeah. Like, it's just a little creepy. Um, Kelly is feeding Dylan strawberries on her couch and they're making out and it's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that all sounds gross. To Dylan and yeah. Kelly, they're planning to take a weekend trip to San Francisco right after the prom. Uh, and this whole scene, they're eating strawberries with their hands out of a bowl and they're making out and it's, it's gross. <laughs> they keep picking strawberries up and they're like, <laughs> like, like oh. and they're talking while they're eating strawberries and then they make out and you're like this god stop it <laughs> oh yeah like and i'm just picturing strawberries mashed between their filthy no that's faces. not that gross this <laughs> is a tim and eric episode <laughs> <laughs> but it is like okay guys get a fork or something <laughs> to yeah. eat these strawberries and a napkin you lovers <laughs> um the mom and dad walsh are reminiscing with a yearbook and brandon comes in and they suggest that he takes brenda to the prom if you both don't have dates and i was like mm, maybe uh, they will Will I bone, know. A, finally, I know a couple <laughs> twins who would get very turned on. That idea. <laughs> uh, and he's like, "No, I'm asking Andrea." That's kind of like taking my sister anyway. <laughs> uh, Brandon shows up to cover this school board event with Andrea, and the event is about uh, how they're going to do in, introduce a dress code at school. Um, and they're like, "We." I, the teacher's like, "I went to West Beverly High the other day, and I saw a guy wearing a shirt with a, ju- a Rastafarian smoking a doobie on it, and I don't want that in our schools. So we need to give them a dress code." Wait, sorry, who said that? Like the teacher that's like pre- 
saying we need dress code um and doobie yeah and andrea's like why isn't this on the agenda to brandon she's like did they not put this on the agenda because they don't want students showing up to like say that's not fair about their dress code and so she stands up and says like why wasn't this on the agenda this is oppressive and a really bad idea and you have made it so that none of us can speak up about it by sneaking it into this event and then the board votes and they pass anyway and then they also reveal that all seniors found uh, intoxicated at all on the night of the prom will be will murdered. Murdered. <laughs> <laughs> will be taken out back and run over by a silver car. <laughs> no, will not be allowed to graduate. Oh. Another thing can be. Oh, season four. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we keep them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. So they're all still in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Another convenient thing left off the agenda. And then Donna's mom is there and she's like, I agree with all of this. And she's all for the dress code and anyone being caught uh, drinking, being kicked out of school. Uh-oh. Back at the PP, the gang is talking about all this junk. Oh, Brandon peeps. goes and asks Andrea to the prom, but she already has a date. And that Jordan guy comes in. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Yeah, so then back at Donna's house, her mom comes in and Donna approaches her about why she was at the school board thing being in big support of these motions that take away her liberties. And uh, she tells her mom that she's going to be at Kelly's overnight and uh, like kind of a lie, like I'm going to be at Kelly's overnight, but in actuality, I'm going to be deciding or not whether I'm going to fuck David. (laughs) 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 Um, But the mom's like, listen, I'm not like an idiot. You know, you can... You can stay out after curfew. It's prom night. I'm not, like, stupid. You don't have to lie to me and tell me you'll be at Kelly's. Like, uh-huh. just make sure that you come home and be safe and all that and yada, yada, yada. So then we go to the school, and uh, there's not going to be a poker game now. The guy that was going to run it doesn't want to do it because he has a date. So Brandon can't do that, and now he has to go to prom no matter what. Oh. And he still doesn't have a date because Andrew is going with Jordan. Stupid. Yeah. Donna says uh, to David now that she's gonna, she's like, my mom said I can stay out past curfew. I'll, you know what? I'll stay at this hotel with you after all. And he's like, good, because I got this like super sweet hotel or something. So it's all set to go. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> or, or whatever. I don't know. I don't even know. It's like a super sweet hotel <laughs> that like I have keys to and yeah. drive around all the time. It's a tent <laughs> in the woods. Um, so then there's an announcement in the gang's class about the drugs and intoxication suspension and no graduation thing. And they're all like, fuck, man. And then the teacher's like, I'm going to be personally involved with making sure this goes on without a hitch. and Nobody does drugs or drinks. And they're like, oh, man. Kelly is packing with her mom for San Francisco uh, now because she's going to go right after prom with uh, Dilly. Mm-hmm. Um and then Donna and her mom are getting her ready for prom, and her mom gives her a big diamond cross. She's like, you should wear this. And Donna's all like, all worried, because she's like, this is when I'm going to go bone Dave, and you've given me like a cross, and that's going to clash with like my plans. And it's, it's, it's played like before a credit it's played before like a commercial break like she's like worried about wearing a cross and having sex at the same time and it seems weird like is she a vampire i don't know ah! yeah is she worried it's gonna get caught on his dong yeah definitely, definitely. this is a really big cross uh david and donna have champagne with uh david's dad at his pre-party thing i don't know people drinking alcohol oh my god brandon don't. He's working at the PP tonight, and it's dead. 
And Nat's like, hey, man, cheer up. I didn't go to my prom either. And, and look then, at me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and completely alone. Yeah. I only have you, Brandon. And he, cheer up, Brandon. We I can did. have a prom right here, buddy. Yeah. Shoot me on that. Zachary. Go great. <laughs> he tells Brandon a story about, like, he... Um, he was like going to go to prom, but then the person he was going to go to prom with was sick, so he ended up at the Peach Pit. But then Andrea calls the Peach Pit to talk to Brandon. And she's like, "Jordan got the Wait, flu." Nat wound up at the Peach Pit instead of the prom. He was in Brandon's. Uh... <laughs> he w- got the directions wrong. <laughs> no, because it, I said is like, well, I might as well just own this place. Now. No, <laughs> I'll never leave. <laughs> no, I said Nat's date was sick. Yeah, oh. so he ended up at the Peach Pit because he's like Brandon. He worked there when he was younger, uh-huh. so he couldn't go to the. He tells him a story like I wanted to go to the prom with this babe, but she got sick, and I had to end up working at the Peach Pit just like For my you. entire life. Yeah, that's what happens. Well, you don't go to the and prom. then you work up your way up the Peach Pit chain. Yeah, so. and then you get to the top, and you have to murder Ned. Yeah, and, uh, take his <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to defeat him in the feet of strength. Yeah. So Andrea calls the Peach Pit to talk to Brandon, and she's like, you know, I was really flattered about you asking me, and Jordan now has the flu, so I need someone to go with. And Brandon, because of the story, is like, Nat, my luck turned around. It turns out Jordan did the same thing your date did. See you later. I hope you die alone. Yeah. <laughs> Steve and his date are at uh, David David's father's pre-party. And um, what are we going on here? And uh, Brandon shows up with Andrea, and so does Brenda. And uh, her date, and they all hang. The whole gang's there, and they have some champagne. Who's Brenda's date? Drinking. Uh, just some dude. I didn't write a note about him because he's not very oh, memorable. Yeah. Some meathead, and he's like, I'm finally going to ask Brenda out or something. Is he the guy who was hitting on her before? I think so. He's the guy, he could be like a square head. Yes. Yeah. yeah he's on Walking Dead right now. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, yeah, I'm going to ask her out, and then he did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're all hanging he's got out. a square head? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So they're hanging out. They're having champagne, getting a photo taken before they're going to prom. Steve grabs a bottle now when they're on their way to prom, and he's like, one for the road of champagne, and, and takes it into the limo. And David's like, I don't know, Steve. I don't think we should drink, man. But they all have some anyway, and Donna oh drinks gosh. it like really quick. And it's, she like downs it, and it's like, dun, dun, oh, oh, shit. Man. Oh, my God. Now, she's had two glasses of champagne. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Everyone shows up at the prom. Like two, because things are about to get complicated. Two, like, two flutes or whatever. Like, they're not like Dirty fucking flutes? jugs of... No. <laughs> you motherfucker. No, like a little, like, you know what I mean? Like a champagne glass. It's like not yeah. a fucking big thing of champagne. Like two, a hen flute. Yeah, like two glasses. <laughs> like of, a Cornish game flute. I'll kill you both. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not a lot of champagne. Uh-huh. Everyone shows up at the prom. Brenda is looking at Dylan and Kelly from afar, and her square-headed date's like, hey, forget those two. I'm going to show you a good time. And they dance to some like awful singer who's singing some dumb dance song that I assume is somebody from the 90s. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, like, like a I imagine I mean, like it's, they, they give enough screen time to her that I'm like, this was somebody trying to <laughs> yeah, be yeah. something. Trying to sell a record. Yeah. Donna and David are getting their picture taken now, and there's a big like uh, montage of everybody getting their pictures taken. And Donna and David are trying to get theirs, and like Donna's like starting to look drunk. Awesome. And David's super worried because she's like, nah. And she like t- she's like touching her face like a drunk person, like a cartoonish drunk person would like. <laughs> you, Lord, what are you talking like about? A, <laughs> like a Christian thinks drunk people. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so then we cut to Donna on the dance floor, and she's like wasted, and she's overdoing it and stumbling, and she's like licks David's face at one point when they're trying to kiss, and then there's teachers around. They're like, dude, 
You Gross. are fucked. You need to like go get some fresh air. And, and she's like, I'm not feeling good. I'm super dizzy. Um, and she's freaking out and seems like she's going to like barf on the dance floor so they get her out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's dancing to a slow jam and Steve cuts in, dances with Kelly for old time's sake. And then Dylan and Brenda sh- share a dance for old time's sake. And uh, Brenda's like, I guess, I guess we're all going our separate ways now, huh? And he's like, guess that's what's supposed to happen, eh? And then she's like, I guess we're almost over each other. And he's like, yeah, I guess. And then they have a little dance. <laughs> Don is in the washroom, and Kelly brings in coffee for her. Um, Brenda comes in, too, and Kelly's like, Donna is plastered. Um, <laughs> we need to handle this. Two Brandon weeks. and Andrea dance, even though Brandon doesn't dance. And she's like, you're not so bad. Why don't you ever dance? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not on drugs yet. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Where did you put the drugs? Yeah, Donna's totally throwing up in the washroom, and Kelly and uh, Brenda decide they have to get her out of there. Uh, we cut back. This, there's a lot of back and forth between them in the washroom and Brandon and Andrea. And Brandon's like, I got a key from my sister's date. He told me to like hold on to this. I, I, like, I don't know why th- this guy had a key to a hotel room, but somehow Brandon ends up with the key. So this guy who I think takes it's... his sister... Is like I totally want to bone this girl. I'm gonna yeah. give the key to my hotel room. I, to I, I'm not brother. sure if I wrote the note down <laughs> wrong or not because I originally thought it was Andrea's uh, date. Jordan had the key and he got it from him. Like now you're going on the date. Here's the key to the place I had, which would make more sense. Yeah, but I wrote down uh, Brenda's date and I feel like that's what it was. But I'm not. My autocorrect it. sometimes corrects Brenda <laughs> to Brandon. Yeah, yeah. So. But the, no, but Brandon got the key. So he's got a key to a room, and then him and Andrea are like, want to go see what kind of room he had planned, which makes me think it was the guy who was sick. Yeah. And then she's like, are you coming on to me? <laughs> and they head up to the hotel room, Andrea and Brandon. Oh, my gosh. Uh, they go in, and it's all fancy, and they lay on the bed together, and she's like, maybe we shouldn't waste this opportunity. We're together and in this big bed together, and they share a big laugh, and it cuts away. And uh, I got to tell you, it never cuts back to them in this episode, so oh we will gosh. find out next week whether they got into the bone zone. No, doesn't isn't she like dating that other guy? I thought so, but or she's she just... ready. Like they, I, I if this scene is to lead me to believe anything, they are gonna throw down. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the rest of the gang are trying to get Donna just out. under the menopause wire. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the gang are trying to get Donna out of the uh, hotel because she's super drunk and she's stumbly and she looks really bad and they take her downstairs and it looks like they're about to get out and she falls like on the ground and a teacher's there and she's like, you're drunk, Donna. And they're like, we're just taking her out now. Like they're at the doors, but the teacher kind of catches them and the teacher's like, no, you guys leave her. We're going to take it from here. And it goes like heavy, serious music and... Donna is like looking haggard and it fades out to black. That's the end of the episode. Oh my God. Oh God. So Donna is is about to potentially not graduate. um, And Brandon and Andrea are potentially going to uh, graduate into the bone zone. (laughs) (laughs) Potentially. Oh my. So there's (sighs) that. And Mm. then I guess Dylan and Kelly are going to go off to San Francisco and maybe, I don't know, have a fight and break up or something. Yeah, probably. They're going to break up and. So there's that. (laughs) Have a storyline for next year. Yeah. 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 Well, it sounds like I've got quite an exciting year next. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Right on. Cliffhangers. I know. I Mm. was surprised that they ended the episode because I was thinking, like, this is going to wrap up, I think. But then it just ended, like, harsh. 
harsh cut. So yeah, yeah. Next week we'll find out the thrilling conclusion, and I don't know—is the next week the final episode? No, no. There's no. Isn't there like there's twelve? A... <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at it. No, there's a. Uh, let's see here. A um, couple more. Night to remember. We have three more episodes. Okay. Okay. Yay. So we'll probably finish up with the prom next episode, and then we yeah. have two episodes of like wrap the year. Then up there's yeah drama. episodes twenty nine and thirty are uh, commencement part one and commencement part two. So college. Is that what that is? I guess commencement is, is next like year. Commencement week is first week of college, right? No, it's no? Uh, commencement is like your end of that's high school. Oh, yeah, like okay. That's where that's where you know graduation and shit. So happens. there'll yes. be a bunch of garbage leading up to the commencement then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a bunch of garbage. Whole yeah, a bunch of garbage. Dumb yeah. garbage. Well, <clears throat> I got it was pretty entertaining. And what do you guys think, Donna? You held her in high regard, but now she's wasted off of two small glasses. Like she's like, like yeah. she's a mess. Yeah, and it they don't show her drinking very much. Yeah, Look, it's like she, one sip and you're fucked, one apparently. bottle of shitty champagne yeah. amongst what eight teenagers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She started out as persona non grata. She was just there because yeah. of who her dad is. Yeah. And she was so boring and uninteresting and, and they tried they started out just making her the dummy. Yeah. And that was fun. Yep. Because it's they, fun to make fun of her. Sure, or feed her things. Uh it was it's always fun <laughs> to feed Donna things. Um and then all of a sudden at funerals she's just buzzing out and telling people what's what. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's great. And now she gets drunk on two tiny uh, well, glasses of champagne. Yep, I love it. <laughs> I feel like they're. I feel like it's pretty manipulative of the writers to give this uh, to her because they're. I feel like they're really playing off the. She had a subplot where it's like I have like a learning disability, and now the one that has struggled with school is going to not have to not be able to graduate. Like yeah. that just feels like they picked what's the most dramatic of person to give this to. Uh. And maybe they'll maybe they'll touch on that. That would be yeah. good. We'll see. Yeah. Next I'll week. Let you, I'll let Casey. you guys know. But until then I'll let you know what they touch on. Yeah. That. What happens if the high school is like you don't graduate? You gotta do another year. You have to do a whole year, is I that guess. why? And then you can Or get I out? guess maybe summer school, depending on I suppose. I feel like maybe I feel like, I feel like they'll like, yeah, no, fuck you. You know what? Your you life's over. They, you know what? <laughs> you never graduate yeah. from anything. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever again. Um uh, my prediction is because the first half of this episode had them going to that like teachers meeting and saying you guys tried to slide this in under all the students by not telling us that this is what you're voting on. Wow. I predict that the next episode they will circle back on that. They're going to fight her not graduating because they voted on it quote unquote yeah. illegally in the school yeah, system. Yeah, because that can't that whole thing can't just be yeah, the beginning of this episode and nothing, nothing else. Like yeah. Donna has to have yeah. a big rebellious thing happen. Something, yeah. And Brandon she's was like, gonna, the... "Oh man, I really hope she starts a pirate radio station." <laughs> <laughs> this tells is... everyone to talk hard. <laughs> this is Henrietta Hardon. <laughs> <laughs> David's gonna put all of his hair products in a microwave and blow them up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pump up that volume. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. Yeah. yeah. All well, right. pump up the volume on our podcast by going to modernsuperior.com <laughs> and listening to the live Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death yeah. or the latest episodes of Flight School yeah. or any of the other wonderful podcast programming there. Mm. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. Rate and review us on iTunes. Email us at info at modernsuperior.com and tell all your friends about us in real life. Yes. Yeah. 
Flight school, more like flights. Cool. Oh, <laughs> I waited a good forty-five seconds to say that. <laughs> I think they should change their logo and take that comma and move it. <laughs> yeah, put it somewhere else for a change. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> and we love you very much. presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.